always far away from here. Uh -huh. And franchise a passing. Take the north from cheese heads. Acquire receivers catching bombs with their hands. And yeah. And at least to Thayer and to Jeff. Bears win. I'm chasing on myself. Beat them down as they did. Should the fans be accounting? We'll be in my honor. Make it pain painfully quick. Uh -huh. Promises were whispered in his cave of darkness. Want to be in light like I want some revenge. And yeah, and the barrel shapes are directly in my head. Oh, help me, my hands are to myself. And I listen to Thayer and to Jeff. Bears win, I'm chasing on myself. What a perfect song for the first game between Justin Fields and Jordan Love coming up this weekend. Holy shit, we've made it. It is the real thing. Bears, we gotta have this one this weekend. Holy shit, we've been talking too much trash all offseason. Our hearts are very vulnerable. We're gonna talk all about it. We cannot wait. So much to get to. Rick Fieldsman is back. Bears Fantasy Corner is back. Z-Dikes, we love you. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero Zerdox. Zerdox. Oh my god, Dan. I didn't think we'd make it. I honestly thought I'd be dead before we got to week one. We're here. We're alive. Don't know if we're well, but holy shit, buddy. How excited are you? Oh, oh that tastes so good. We're fucking back. Um, I didn't think we'd make it either, especially with the recent deaths that have that have popped up recently, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about. I'm so happy to be back. It's here. We have made it. Opening weekend. Opening kickoff. What? I feel you laughed at me. Was that a few years ago? What? What mm -hmm. did I say? Yeah, you were. It was at the end of I think. Uh, this episode in season one, okay. we were filled with hams to the brim <laughs> and we just couldn't stick the landing. It was, no. it, it, it was, it was great. It was great. Uh, we're here opening, uh, weekend is mm -hmm. finally here. Fuck the Packers. I'm ready to do it. Wet, wet, wild. God has blessed us with another season of football. We've made it. Happy holidays. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I'm not sticking the landing on this either. Help me out here. 
you know, I just think we need to wrap around the bend, Dan, and just get bearsy with it. We have a loaded agenda. Unbelievable. Every segment is back, whether the loyal listeners want them or not. They're going to get them in their ears. Dan, I love you. Rest in peace, Smash Mouth. Might as well be walking on the sun. R.I.P. Smash Mouth. I love you. Lead singer of Smash Mouth. I don't know his name. Neither do I. Sorry about your liver, but part of me is glad you can't write any music anymore. Whoa. (laughs) I can't support that. I'm a huge Smash Mouth guy, so I disavow Bill saying that. Not, Not okay. See you next segment. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, Bear Town. Hey, hey, fuck you, fucking legend, man. Fuck the fuck. You fuck. Boing, 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 boing. baby we're finally back as we said um i didn't want the smash mouth lead singer to die i want to be perfectly clear like i'm sure he's a wonderful man i'm sure he has a family that is now just as rich as they were when he was alive if not richer i don't know how that works yeah um life insurance um but i'm a glass i'm a glass half full guy dan and Uh uh-huh their songs always earworm me and I'm just kind of glad that maybe there won't be any new worms in my ear. That's all I'm saying. Do we, I mean, his music uh, was a big part of uh, the Shrek franchise. Does Northwestern football do a moment of silence? What's, how do they handle this particular news? Wow. Well, I think, I don't know if they acknowledge it as much as Loyola Academy has to acknowledge it now on the oh, in the high school ranks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think Pat Fitzgerald specifically was broken up over this news? I, yeah, he might have killed him to distract. You think so? all of us? Mm-hmm. I you think what? that's what happened. This is good podcasting right now. I'm just going to go ahead and Google Pat Fitzgerald Smash Mouth. Okay. Uh, let's see what comes up here. Okay. Uh just about Pat Fitzgerald working with another football team. Yeah, nothing. Mm. Nothing okay. lands. I was let's let's go to images actually. Okay. Um let's see if we get a picture of him and Randy Mouth. I think that was his name. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh nothing, but okay. Steve Harwell appears to be the gentleman's name who has passed on. Okay. Um, but no no connection to Pat Fitzgerald, which is disappointing. Uh, and this has been uh, Big Ten Talk. It has been, uh, but you'll get more of a substantial minute later in the show. Somebody once told me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, Dan. Was that a line? Hard Great to song. Say. Yeah. Okay. Looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. 
Rest in peace, Rick Mouth. Rick Mouth. Say hi to Phil for us in heaven. We assume <laughs> that's where he landed. Yeah. Um, Bears. It's Bears-Packers week. We'll talk more about the Packers in a few minutes. But, Dan, thank God the preseason's over. Thank God all the cuts have been made. How do we feel about the 2023 Bears roster as it is shaped up? We know Tevin Jenkins is a dingy, and we won't be hearing from him or Doug Kramer for about four weeks. However, how excited are you about the 2023 lads? Is Doug Kramer injured, or is he just stink? Yeah. Well, maybe Which both. One? It's hard to say. Oh, okay. I'm, All right. I'm going to go with injured, but... I don't know yeah. if he can play in the NFL. I have no idea. Okay, okay. Um, I'm, I'm worried. I'll, I'll just say that. I've, I've, as the preseason went along, I was more. I've become more and more concerned, specifically around the offensive line. Um, it's it's an unknown, right? I think our defensive line might be extremely shaky. Yet, I feel like we have the potential to have one of the best secondaries in all of football, um, which will be interesting if we get literally zero pass rush. We might as well have, we might have a scenario week two mm-hmm. against the Chiefs where Mahomes may have three and a half minutes to throw. We got good coverage downfield, and our linemen just can't get to him. So, it's thing, games like that that concern me. Um, overall, I feel like the roster is still incomplete. But I'm just ready to get it going. I'm I'm optimistic, yeah. but I didn't like where things uh, were trending towards the end of preseason. And I don't know if you feel the same. I don't, Dan. I am still oh. on cloud nine. Uh, this roster is nearly perfect. If it wasn't for Jenkins' injury, I would be absolutely hanging from all the clouds that Randy <laughs> Mouth is on right now. Um, I was doing a little like comparing and contrasting some of the major positional starters from last year and just thinking, how did we not know that the bears were tanking going into week one last year? Like just looking at, uh, let's, let's start at the defense. You mentioned the, the mm-hmm. incredible secondary we have. It's, that's mostly the same from last year, but with a, a very noticeable, uh, bump up moving Gordon to the nickel over Vildor and then putting Stevenson on the other outside. Like that's, that's an awesome upgrade, but that doesn't compare to hopefully what we have on the D line, even though D line's certainly not complete for sure. But like having, having Yannick, is it? Yeah. I, I heard help me out here. I want to call him Yannick, but I don't think that's yeah. it. You don't, I think it's I Yannick. Okay. We're just going to call him Yannick on the show, but I, it's like Yannick. It might be Yannick. What? I, no. Yeah, I heard somebody say it, and I felt like a dummy. Um, if that's how he's pronouncing it, he's wrong. <laughs> Sarah Doinks is always correct when it comes to using English. All right, but, all right. Uh, let's. I got his Wikipedia page up here. It appears that it is Yannick. Okay. All right. All, all right. right. Sorry. So, sorry, Yannick. No, no, it's on me too. I've. I've Called him Yannick again, Yannick on one side. And then uh, I guess if I'm going to go a little negative, we assume that the Walker guy on the other side knows how to play football. We haven't seen him in the preseason at all. And I didn't watch a lot of Titans football last year. I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. Yep. But 
obvious upgrades I would I would think you would agree over the corpse of Robert Quinn last year and that Muhammad guy that we got from the Colts oh, yeah. who I think is on a practice squad now. So, you know, and then putting Billings, who's supposed to be a good run, run stuffer, over uh, Blackson, who was okay, flashed a little yeah. bit last year. But but that's a pretty good when, – when basically you just have Justin Jones returning out of the four, that's – that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. Let's. I'm, yeah, I'm glad right. we cleaned yeah, a little I'm house there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then linebacker. Okay. And then okay, that was a little appetizer. Let me give you an entree with the linebackers. Last year's week one starters. Can you tell them to me? Uh, Roquan. Hmm. I might. That's all. I. That's, I'm. I'm drawing a blank. That says it all. Nick yeah. Moreau was our Ooh, middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's also on a practice squad now. And um, a guy named Matt Adams, who. <laughs> Sam's I, brother? Yeah, exactly. Sam's brother. That was our starting linebacking crew last year. Oh. And and now you got TJ Edwards, who is pretty awesome. You got yep. Tremaine Edmonds, who appears to be healthy again, thank God. And then you got Jack Sanborn, who. If he blows, at least you got Noah Sewell right behind him, ready to take his spot. But Sanborn could be a little bit fun. Huge upgrade. I, and obviously, you lose Roquan. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. that that's a positive, but um, I like it. And then D line too. I neglected to say we didn't have anybody backing up those dopes last year, and then we got two rookies that are probably way more exciting than the starting D tackles this year too, right? So. Poles is headed the right way. That is why I am on cloud nine and 69, Dan. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I just think there's a lot of unknowns still with that D line, but I, you've ta- yeah, I, I see where you're going. I don't, I don't disagree with any of that. <laughs> Last year was, did we, what did we, what, what were we seriously predicting for them to win last year? How many games? Way more than three. I probably had him at Way, 11. <laughs> yeah. Knowing you, you had him between 11 and 15. Um, you were probably more reasonable at 10 and probably, seven or nine and eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I probably was in the seven to nine range Yeah, as well. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. It's better. Okay. Uh, you know what? As of right now, Bill, I feel a little better after you went through that exercise. So thank you. Okay. And I let me quickly remind you on the offensive side of the ball, too, that Byron Pringle was in our top three in the depth oh. chart, as well as Dante Pettis, with Velas a little too high. Uh, and this year, of course, to have DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney pushed down a little bit. Hopefully Chase Claypool gives you something. You got Tyler Scott, who he's going to take a while to adjust, I'm sure, too. But that's your number four with Equinemius as your number five, and hopefully Velas is going to be in the rear view mirror before too long yeah. we're an anti-velist podcast in case you missed last episode <laughs> <laughs> um huge upgrade there right and offensive line though we've talked about it before we'll talk about it again doesn't look that much different from last year with the noticeable exception of course of darnell Wright on the right side pace or pace jesus christ i'm gonna do that all season polls <laughs> <laughs> again i think i did it all last season Poles tried like it. He 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 wanted Jenkins uh, as a left guard, and uh, that just didn't happen. So of course that inserts 
you know, Cody back at left guard and uh, your guy, Lucas Patrick at center. Is that his name? Did I have his name right? Lucas I always Patrick. fuck up yeah, his you name got too. It. You got it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Lucas Patrick thing is, that's a problem. He, he's anchoring the line and he, I don't trust that guy at all. This Feeney guy that, that, that polls picked up another polls has a thing for like specifically like the last two years, he's picked up late in the, uh, you know, offensive linemen into the preseason guys specifically from Orland park. I don't know what his, his infatuation is of Orland park offensive linemen. Uh, but the Feeney guy, I mean, bears fans were going fucking crazy about, and it's it ninety five percent of it is his looks, right? And oh. that he's a local guy. A hundred percent is a combination of those two. A hundred percent. I mean, there's a reason he was cut, right? I mean, there's not like uh I don't know. I, I'm I'm willing to give anyone a chance over Lucas Patrick. He's he's gonna be my um he's he's in the running for most hated player on this team for myself personally. And because I think he's fucking stinks and he's not as bad as Mustafer. I'm happy to be. Did Mustafer start day one last year? So I think Patrick took like the first couple snaps and then got hurt, right? Or did he hurt. get hurt yeah. like late training camp or whatever? But yeah, Mustafer yeah. definitely. I think he started at least 16, if not all 17 games. Yes. So yeah, I, I'm with you. That That's anybody's an upgrade over Sam Mustafer, who I'm not sure is on a roster, even a practice squad right now. And he was our starting fucking center last year, the whole year. What does that say? And I'm going to feel much better. Is it week five? I think when, when uh, Jenkins is back off, off the IR and then it's him at left guard, hopefully white hair at center. Hopefully Nate Davis still believes in football at, at right guard. And then the two young guys uh, on the end, as tackles so we'll that looks like a decent offensive line is mustard did you just look up his mustafer on a roster he's on the ravens practice squad okay okay so i think that's a favor because he's from the baltimore area that's yeah. that's gotta there has to be a family friends there with with the harbows all i can think all i can picture with mustafer is that clip of him uh, just standing, snapping the ball, and just standing in place where he's frozen. It was mm-hmm. maybe the Patriots game, where the whole the whole play is is everyone's going to the right, and he's just stopped. He looked like fucking Mitch McConnell mid sentence, just frozen, just can't figure out what to do next. And that's all I could picture. So glad that motherfucker's out of our life. But Lucas Patrick is is close to being in the running for, for right in that spot, and Tevin Jenkins too. I mean. We've we've discussed. Can we? Are we allowed to hate the guy because he's so dingy? I think it's we're within our rights to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, grow up, Tevin. We we made his rules. injury for the record. I say yeah. that his injury probably would put us in the hospital. Like oh, you and yeah. me right now, current day, whatever it is, is back. What is it? Is it his back? Oh no, he his calves. Right, his calves. Both of his calves. Uh-huh. You know, you and you and I both would need to be like riding around one of those motorized carts at, at jewel if we had that's the same injury that he did but we're also not making millions of dollars well we are for this podcast but not to oh, play yeah. football so um fuck you tevin jenkins i don't know where i was going with that i just wanted to just say some angry shit about him 
No, that's fine. That uh, until he is back, he deserves your tongue lashings left and right. So even he would agree with that. I would imagine. Justin Fields' confidence meter. Where are you at? I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm I'm a ten out of ten. Uh, how about yourself? <laughs> um, I've been thinking about I've been thinking about this a lot the last like week or so, specifically about Justin Fields. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if this will come off the right way or if you'll be upset with me. Uh oh. Um, I'm high on Justin Fields. Let me start with that. I think the, I think the excuse season for Justin Fields has ended. There should, I think there's literally no more excuses for, for, for JF one. If we want him to be a big boy quarterback, if we want him to be a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen, uh, we need him to raise the play of everyone else. Like we need him to be the leader of that team. And he he's running the show. It's not Eberflus. It's not Getze. He needs to be the one to say, all right, I'm going to throw to these guys. And if they're not open or if they don't catch it, get them out of here. Get someone off the street who can who can get the job done. That's what like the Patriots did for years. Um, the fucking Chiefs. The Chiefs don't have great receivers, but feel uh, Mahomes is raising the play of everyone else. Offensive linemen. If Lucas Patrick isn't getting the job done, JF one's the one that needs to say, "Get him off the field. Get me someone who will who will get the job done." I like. I, like I'm just like I, I'm. I think I'm just done with like. Oh, he doesn't have the talent around him. If he's a legitimate star quarterback that we want him to be he has to just get the job done or he has to find ways to get people to the level that they need to be at for him to succeed for the team to succeed and for them to win so i'm i'm not making any more excuses for jf1 i probably will here and there but in the end he's he's got to win us ball games and that means getting everyone on the same page and if they're not he needs to Get them the fuck out of there. That's it. If it's if it's a fucking backup tight end, if it's Robert Tunyon who's dropping the ball, I don't know why I'm targeting him. But if Ouch. he's dropping the ball, just be like, don't he's not he's, don't bring him in the game. I'm not throwing him the ball. You know, you hear those stories about Rogers, about Mah- you know maybe not Mahomes as much, but Favre. Like if I, if I'm throwing that guy balls and he's dropped like Velas, I don't want to see him. I'm not throwing him the ball, so don't even let him. Don't even, don't even leave him on the roster. So he, we need him to be that guy. We need him to be an asshole and say, yeah. this is this is how we play. This is how I'm going to play. And he'll own his shit. JF, like, JF1 owns his shit, but he also he can't have any excuses for himself or the rest of his team. So I think that's where I'm at. I'm like so sick and tired. This is year three. This is yeah. when we have to make a decision on him after this year. Oh. So – we can't be here this this time last year, like week eight, being like, "Oh, if only, if only he had better alignments." Like, all right, just figure it out, man. You're you're. We want you to be an all pro quarterback, and that just means you have to make your own success, and that's what I want him to do. So my meter is high, but I need to see more from him. Okay, it's gonna happen. Go. I have no doubt. That's great. Okay. That's well said. I have every confidence in the world that that's going to happen. I think he is the respected dude in that locker room. He he could probably stand to be a little more chirpy. I think that some of that came out in the preseason. Like, he's got to bring it. 
in terms yep. of the juice. Dan Weederer was talking a lot about the juice. You got to bring the juice. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's not always going to look perfect. It's not always going to be perfect. But if he can turn some of those horrible fourth quarters into W's this year, then we're you and I are already sold on him. But yeah, it's going to it's going to be obvious that you pick up that fifth year in the off season and you start looking at an extension and you don't care about who your next quarterback is. That's definitely not right. where we want to be going into the next off season. Like, all right, we got two great draft picks. Now do we, do we cut them loose or yeah, that, that is the nightmare situation that, that we do not want. And I'm confident yep. that I will eat my words. Um, okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, make your happening. own success. That's all yeah. it comes down to. Just like make it. it happen. No, we're not going to – we're not – Bears fans got to stop posting like, oh, you can't throw. Look at this throw. Nope, no oh more God. of that. Just enough. win games. Enough. Yeah, enough. Enough. So, yeah, yeah. we we got there. Confidence is that. high, but I need to see more. I think that's fair. You're a reasonable Bears fan. I appreciate it. I don't need to see any more, Dan. I've already seen it. Uh, all right, let's take a look. We I don't even remember what we picked in terms of the Bears' final record, but that was early. That was in the spring. Um, we are now here in the near fall. Let's go game by game real quick, Dan, and see now that we're through preseason where we see the Bears landing. And, in fact, I'm going to also throw out uh, the the look ahead line for all these games too Vegas wise oh, to give okay. you a little context I did I did a little research for once in mm. my goddamn life so let's oh, wow. let's do all it right. let's do it um, all right we'll we'll get to our uh, you know our official gambling prediction in the next segment at the end of uh, of Packers preview Dan but just for the sake of argument here Bears Green Bay Week One what do you have a win or a loss Let's go win Okay same with me. Week two at Tampa Bay, I have a loss. What do you have? Same, loss. Okay, week three at Kansas City, unfortunately a one and two start. They're nine and a half point dogs. Uh, They're also one and a half point favorites at Tampa, so we're predicting an upset there. Okay. Upset loss. Uh, Kansas City at Kansas City, loss for you as well. Yeah. Okay. Week four, coming back home against Denver, one and a half point dogs currently, according Mm. to DraftKings. I have the Bears winning. How about yourself? Yeah, give me a win. Okay. Short week on the road at Washington, one and a one and a half point dogs again. I have a loss. Yeah, I go loss. Oh man, we are matching game by game so far. Coming back home against Kirk Cousins, one point dogs. We are apparently as of right now against the Vikings on the 15th of October. What do you have that week? Win. Same. All right, we're matching oh, up. Vegas the next week, two home games in a row. What do you have? We are, uh, just for the record, one-point favorites. Um, I got a loss. I feel like this okay. is our one weird home loss that we shouldn't lose. I have a win because it's just going to happen. Uh, following Sunday night, five-and-a-half-point dogs on the road at the Chargers. There I have a loss. How about yourself? Same. Loss. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the Saints, that's never easy. Two and a half point dogs on the road. What do you have? Loss. I have a win. Coming back home against the Dwarf quarterback, Bryce Young, and the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night. I have a win. How about yourself? Same. It's big game. Big game. 
at Detroit. Pick up another loss. Pick up another <laughs> loss for the Panthers. Oh, That's a yeah, huge that game. Is, yes, that is a huge game. Uh, week 11, five-point dogs on the road at Detroit. What do you have? Loss. Same. And then following that up, another divisional road game before the bye week. We are three-and-a-half-point dogs at Minnesota. What do you have? Ooh, I'm tempted. It's primetime Kirk, but I, I think I'm going to go loss. Same. Bye week. We win that. We come back. We host the Lions. We are one-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I have a win. What do you have? Yeah, same. Give me a win. At Cleveland, we're getting close to Christmas. It's the 17th of December. What you got? We're three-and-a-half-point dogs. I like that this game doesn't have a time yet. It's TBD. Like every game, for this game and the last game, TBD. What are we waiting for? Just make it a noon game. Nobody's going to give a shit. <laughs> Deshaun Watson might be in prison by then. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go loss. Same, I'm still, I'm still yeah. haunted by the last time we were in Cleveland. So I'm just yep. going to stick with a loss. Yep, we're not counting that preseason game three last year as anything. I'm with you. Uh, Arizona at home following week, four and a half point favorites. That's the biggest spread we have in a positive way. I have a win. How about you? Yeah, that line's going to be like nine and a half because Arizona is going to be the worst team in football. Uh, Yeah, that's a win. Final home game on New Year's Eve, two point favorites against the Falcons in the cold. What you got? Win. Same. Final game of the year. It is the 7th of January. I think we're pushing a potential playoff berth with both of our records here. What do you think? Jordan Love, the rematch. Are we really? Playoff berth? We'll see. Okay. Uh, I got got a loss. So do I. So I I cheated, and I did the math of my own before, 9 and 8. I'm going to run real quick. With yours, you got one of those. Oh, shit, you're down two here. Oh, my God. You've got them at, if my math is correct, seven and ten. I have them at nine okay. and eight. Okay. I mean, I would take either of those right now, honestly, if you if you gave it to me. To go from three wins to seven wins, that's a good jump. The fact those lines are all so damn tight, uh, I find interesting. Yeah. Doesn't really mean anything, but no, uh, no. <laughs> but it's it's way better than last year going into when I think I was picking every money line, like look ahead money line, thinking why are we why are we dogs and all these? <laughs> I don't seven. I mean, seven wins is not great, but it you know if if we had Justin over four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, and the defense is just a complete shit show, uh, I can live with that. But if it's more of the same that's not great it's it's a it's a big difference three wins of seven wins is a big difference but in terms of the direction of this team and and our where we're at with the quarterback that will be will be some hard decisions i think even if it's seven and wins yeah i think eight gets you pretty free and clear i mean it's a good line with vegas seven and a half right i mean that, yeah that makes a yeah. ton of sense and they're at the juices minus one thirty on that. And it's interesting. The rest of the rest of the North, Detroit's nine and a half, uh, Minnesota's eight and a half, and Green Bay is also seven and a half. So okay. it's hmm. uh it's very much up for grabs. But the the difference I would say, I mean, the Bears are only favored in six out of the seventeen games, which is one more than the Packers. But the Vikings are 
still favored in 10 of their 17 and the Lions 11 of their 17. So hmm. it's interesting, but the but super tight lines all the way through and not abnormal for the NFL, but it's there's no dominant team in this division, right? Or have you fallen in love with the Lions no. the way that you promised no. yourself you never would? God, no. Buddy, you know the answer to that. There's no fucking chance. The Lions are sober. I mean, that's the thing, though. I could talk myself into the Lions just because everyone else is mediocre. The Vikings are going to be worse. The Packers are more than likely going to be worse. The only team that sort of stayed the same, maybe a little better, is is Detroit. So, uh, But Detroit's still Detroit. So, no, you're not talking me into it, buddy. I'm not going to try to. There's, there's no doubt about that. What I am going to try to do, Dan, though, before the end of this segment is play a little game with you, buddy, called Keep oh, an Eye yes. on Dan. <laughs> Keep an eye on Dan. Fresh your and my memory and our loyal listeners' memory. Last year, we established a game when the Bears started to go south. We had to try to make this segment a little more interesting. The, the post-game, you know, tears that were rolling down our cheeks. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know that Dan and I are not the most fond of the Tribune's Dan Wiederer and the Athletics' Dan Pompey. And one of us may have at one point created a Dan Wiederer burner account on Twitter. Now, that one was canceled. However, a new one might exist for the purposes of having some fresh tweets or fresh X's for this account, or for this uh, segment, I should say, segment within a segment. And the rules are, I'm going to read three tweets, one from the real Dan Wiederer, one from the real Dan Pompey, and one from the fake Dan Wiederer Twitter account, and Dan Doinks has to guess which one is which. He got off to a hot start last year and got super cocky. Uh, we'll see if things change or stay the same this year. Dan, are you ready? Do you feel really good? Like, Is this all coming back to you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in great shape. Okay. Uh, I can tell just by looking at you that that is a lie. Here we go. <laughs> It's not true. You look amazing. Okay. First tweet. It's pronounced Tunyon like Paul Bunyan. Okay. Okay. Great. Got, got it. I feel good about that one. Yep. Okay. Second tweet. The amount of training camp interceptions from QB1 hasn't reached panic levels, but September could have more boulders on the road than gravel. Oh, okay. All right, got that. Uh-huh. Tweet number three, the sepsis for McMichael is gone. Another positive development. Oh, fuck. I was pretty feeling pretty good. Uh, okay. This. Well, shit. I thought the second one might be Pompey, but I don't think he actually goes to practice. Um, can you read me the second one again? Second one, the amount of training camp interceptions from QB1 hasn't reached panic levels, but September could have more boulders on the road than gravel. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that one's Pompeii. 
First one is real Dan. Last one is fake Dan. Oh for three. Oh shit. Oh for three start. The uh, the first one it's pronounced Tunyon like Paul Bunyan. That is Dan Pompey. Oh, doesn't sound like him at all. No, no. The second one was fake Dan. The boulders on the road, then gravel, uh, and then the sepsis one was real Dan. That, I figured it that trip makes you sense up. now. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 fake Dan one was that one got me. That yes, good job. Over three. I'm. My track record has been absolute dog shit uh, uh, with this game, and I love it. I, lo- I, I want to keep doing it. There was another smashing success of Keep an Eye on Dan. So keep an eye on Dan. Dan Doinks, let's see you around the bend for a little Green Bay preview. Enough about the Bears. Let's talk week one Bears at at no bears versus green bay (laughs) jesus christ too many hams dan i love you sorry that you're 0 for 3 i love you too smash mouth of last year. I don't even remember who the Bears played, but it is week one. Dan, as tradition has it, is going to walk us through our opponent, the Bears opponent, each week and give us a little something that we've never heard of, especially for the NFC North opponents, I'm sure, as Dan's been doing this for now going on five years. Dan, why don't you walk us through the streets of Green Bay, buddy? Thanks so much, Bill. I really appreciate it. You have such a warm touch with your voice and your oh. tongue. All right. Packers now lead the all-time series 105-95 to 6. I remember a time where we had more wins than the Packers and that went away quickly. Bears are currently on an 8-game losing streak to the Packers. Since 2010, we've beaten them 4 times. 4 fucking times since 2010. Two of those were home games. So we're way overdue. The bad man is gone. If Jordan Love is good, I will probably have a heart attack. Um, are you worried about Jordan Love? I guess we could just start with that. No, I'm okay. not. I, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be fine. I don't think he's yeah. going to be the worst quarterback we're going to go against it this season. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I am not even close. God, I'm going to eat these words too. I'm not even <laughs> close to worried that he's anywhere near what we have seen the last 30 years now, but certainly the last 14 uh, going against Rodgers. I have. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, zero doubt. You? Zero. Yeah, I'm a little worried. It's above zero. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Speaking of, uh, just it's just a little bit of a pivot here. Uh, if you're a Bears fan and you enjoy this podcast, I don't know why you're listening otherwise. Listen to Average Cheese. Those guys are those guys are awesome. If you're looking for a Packers podcast to listen to, I enjoyed the feedback that they enjoyed the Velas uh missing leg talk. I didn't know like yeah. 
I feel like we got some feedback on that random talk about peg legs and uh, having a giant leg or a catcher's mitt as a leg was was uh, was good feedback there that specifically from Dale. But uh, yeah. shout out to the average cheese guys. They're they're fucking great guys. So um, but fuck Jordan Love uh, in general. So, yeah, I hope he I hope he sucks. I hope he is. I hope he sucks. Absolutely He's- awful. Uh, but I also hope, at least for one year, that he's not so bad. I think I mentioned this an episode or two ago. I don't want them to get Caleb Williams from USC. Oh, yeah. So I hope they don't bottom out to that degree. I want them to be like 6 and 11. Like, okay, that's you, like perfect. You want them to be like, oh, should we, what are we doing? You want the debate. Yes. Like, basically, yeah. us living in purgatory during the Bingo. Mitch period. Uh, mm-hmm. You want them. Their backup quarterback is Sean Clifford, by the mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is funny in its own mm-hmm. right. Uh, and they don't have a third string. They don't have a third string quarterback listed on their depth chart. Uh, we didn't touch on this. Oh, yeah. Nathan Peterman is now the second string quarterback on the depth chart. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, the, oh, I guess it goes to what you were saying last episode, like, if Fields is hurt, who really gives a fuck? But I guess, but our logic there was then you might as well throw in the guy that's kind of fun. We know exactly what Nathan Peterman is, and that's a yeah. guy that should not yeah. be second string for anybody. That's right, what sure. right. And I think there's a rule change this year that I think that Peterman doesn't count on the 53-man roster, right? Like, I think there's a 53-man roster, and I think there's you can have an extra – roster spot for quarterback does that sound right on game day yeah i think you have to have them active because out of the 53 not all 53 can dress i think i, I don't remember the exact rule that <laughs> which sounds funny what? a bunch of nude nude people out there <laughs> <laughs> that might not be true <laughs> also so i'd like somebody to yeah, yeah. I'm picturing Peterson out there with his helmet and his shoulder pads on, and there's just <laughs> nothing below. Just Donald ducking it on the sideline. Yes, just ass yes. cheeks hanging out. Uh, they're like, oh, my God, Nathan. <laughs> just, it just yes. went down. Go get your pants on. I will say uh, Dan Weeder answered this exact question as somebody, but I refused to read the answer. I refused. So I would have had an answer for you. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. I, nope. Yeah. Don't want to. I don't want to know mm-hmm. now. Nobody tell yeah. us. Nobody tell okay. us how this worked. Okay. Um, that's great. I'm glad we got through that. All right. So I was telling put your Bill, pants said, on, Peterman. Nathan, are you wearing a cup? I didn't realize you guys still did that. Do you think he goes like socks on, or is he barefoot? Uh, completely just just pads, shoulder pads, helmet. Maybe mouthpiece in the mouth, uh, but everything else is just bare. I think, no, I think I think he wears um, Mario Batali's Crocs. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, oh, it's it's a me, it's a Mario. Hey, that guy hey, Bill, got canceled, I, didn't he? <laughs> I think so. He was a little a touchy feely with his uh, spaghetti. Um, can I admit something to you? Yes, I I just bought a bear, a pair of Crocs. Oh no. Am I like full blown suburban dad now? What's where do we You're... land on that? 
I don't know if you're, you're well, you're definitely a suburban dad. I don't know if the Crocs put it over the top or not, not not to me. Yeah. What you are now is what you've been accused of being a, a okay. time or two. Okay. Italian. You're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Crocs are Italian? Or yeah. just a, are you just basing this all off Mario Bartoli? What audio, what's his name? Mario Batelli. Uh, Mario Batelli. Hey. Hey. You want some spaghetti with my sexual assault? Ooh, I dropped in my Nokia and my Crocs. Let me put them in the sport mode and we can fuck. Um, yeah, I bought some. They're navy blue, though, so I feel like... Mm, uh, go Bears. Do I get some cred for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Doinks hates them with a mm. passion. She's okay. like borderline upset about it, so... If this comes up in conversation, I could I could use your support. That's where I guess I'm going with it. If she's like, "Oh, fucking Dan and his Crocs," you'd be like, "You know, I think they look I think they look great." Okay, you can count on them. me. Okay, thanks. But <laughs> feel free to be like, I also didn't know that Dan was uh, was Italian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's the angle. Absolutely. Okay. Are you going right. to get those things that like those little? Uh, icons yeah, and logos that uh, stick in the holes so this is where i i like my daughter just got some recently as well and i can't remember they're they're called giblets or giblets or something along those those lines uh but i'm not opposed to getting giblet giblets um i might just lean into the italian thing and just go like uh they're like spaghetti ones uh, like i'm just a giant meatball hanging off my left toe uh I don't know. I'm in. Uh, just just slide is... into my DMs and let me know. Yeah. All the Italian ideas, all the stereotypes, just yeah. let yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at Gopher Bones on Twitter now. Uh, Dan, this reminds me of something. So first of all, again, I want to shout out, as I always do each week, shout out to the AI bots that help create the uh, weekly uh, graphics that, yes. that go with each episode. So thank you, bots, which leads me to remembering that over the summer you had reached out to Coach Q's Rick Fieldsman and myself asking for the website of the chat GPT yep. or whatever the fuck it was. And this we're like, why, why Why do you want to know this? And you, and, and then you sent us a, what, I, what was, I can't remember, but it was definitely a long, it, your buddy yeah. might be Mario Batali, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had a buddy who was actually in Italy and I I was putting into the chat like, american tourist in italy with spaghetti coming out of his pockets and it was a disaster it wasn't even funny it was just it was disturbing the pictures they were coming up with just like melted faces and uh just like cheese just like cheese coming out of the it was it was a disaster but yeah i might it was great i might, I might be a closeted italian I what about the next episode of like what about what do you think about a gold chain i'm not against it my uh my son's a big silver chain guy right now walking oh, around. Okay. Big shot, second grader. It's his lucky chain when he plays sports, apparently. Oh, um, right. he, But it's good. He is also partially Italian, just like you. He, he literally is. I am he literally not Italian is. at all. I just look at, <laughs> or Greek. Some people accuse me of being Greek. I'm none of those things. It's hard but, to say. You know, it's fine. It's no big deal. They're um, handsome people. I'm not opposed to it, but they uh, are. I loved the whole thing about the the uh, and we're we're obviously very focused on Packers Week already, which is fantastic. Forty plus minutes into the episode, the um, 
the thing that I always that I pictured just when you sent those images of what the bots kicked out with the spaghetti coming out of somebody's pockets, their jeans in Italy was being that friend receiving that that text from you while in Italy of just like why is Dan Doik sending oh. me this ridiculous ridiculous picture? I, was, I loved it. I couldn't get enough well, of it. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I was so disturbed by him. I didn't send him because I didn't even know how to explain it. Why are you sending me a picture of a of a guy who just got a who actually got stuck in a giant oven who's coming out with melted mm. cheese coming out of his trousers? So well, um, you can use it for something different now. That now that you're a full blown right. Italian. Well, thank you. So I think I think we've settled on Nathan Peterman goes helmet, shoulder pads, jersey, and then probably my Crocs on the sideline. So yes. um, Nathan, hit me up if you want to borrow those. I'll I'll let you do that for Sunday. Uh, let's do a little Packer talk. We've done we've done this excuse me many times before with the coaching staff. There hasn't been really any turnover, which is kind of amazing, especially after a shift with Rogers leaving and whatnot, but we'll, we'll cruise through it. We'll cruise through it. Why not? Why not? We're my shoulders feel good doing this. I don't know. You can't see it. It's very bouncy. That feels good. All right. Wish I had my Crocs on right now. That was a feel. So <laughs> just, I just thought, thought you needed one of those. Just All right. Really get loose. That snapped me back into place. Okay. Matt LaFleur, obviously head coach of the green Bay Packers. He's 49 and 22 as a head coach. He's a former Omaha beef legend, as we all know, of the arena football, not even arena, indoor football league. Uh, Matt LaFleur, is he a good coach or does he just happen to be someone who coached Aaron Rodgers? I think this year tells the tale. I think Packers fans think he's great and his offense is indestructible. But yeah, I think I think he might be a fraud. I think he's going to come up as fraudulent this year. We're all going to laugh at him. Uh, offensive coordinator, he's been there for a few years. Uh, second year as OC, uh, Adam Stenovich. He's a, he was a two-time All-Big Ten offensive lineman in Michigan. Uh, he has four children, so congrats on the sex for Adam. Uh, four kids is aggressive. It's too many. It's too it's many too kids. many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't do that. No. You and I'm Kristen sorry, Dunn but... ha- are you and Kristen done having kids? Is this a good oh, yeah. forum to bring that up? Oh yeah. No, we're very open about it. Absolutely. We are uh <laughs> there's no more no more babies bouncing around these walls, Dan. Have you, have you got have you gotten mm-hmm. snipped? I oh. haven't. I, I made an appointment and then I bailed. <laughs> if that doesn't sum me up. Yeah, that what else makes... does? Almost too much sense. Um, did Kristen take care of it then? <laughs> Should we just dive into it? What, what's what's preventing you from? Uh, I guess. From this happening? I guess it. I guess it could happen if somebody's undisciplined with okay their okay. intake with their okay. intake. Got I'm not it, pointing fingers. It. Not pointing oh. any fingers. Okay. But it's good um, to know. If if an accident happens, um, don't. Point at me. <laughs> so anyway, we all know the offensive line coach for the Packers is a uh, well-known cunt, Luke Butkus. 
Uh, he's the nephew of Dick Butkus. Uh, Bill knows him from a past life. Uh, overall, just douchebag, right? Yeah. The only redeeming quality is that he's a former Illini. Otherwise, he still owes an ho- hotel in Dusseldorf a lot of money. Uh, okay. Upon his exit, I think we may have discussed some of those details before. Rem- remind the listeners who didn't hear that previously what mm-hmm. uh, what went down in this Dusseldorf hotel. If if memory serves, uh, I know I I know he had an injury um, that was going to end his NFL Europe season. I was a PR assistant for the Rhine Fire. We are the Rhine Fire. And we all lived in a hotel in Dusseldorf, Germany, even though our stadium was in Gilgenkirchen, which was nowhere near Dusseldorf. Uh, and <laughs> hold and on a second. Lu- yeah, hold on ahead. a second. Yeah. Your hotel was where? In du- Dusseldorf? Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. And the stadium was where? In Gilgenkirchen, which then is like an old what's mining Rhine, town. What's Rhine? Rhine the river. Is that- Rhine River. Oh, that's a river. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. explain geography to Dan. I don't, I don't have a fucking clue. Well, that wasn't a town? The, uh, I, Is this a Tampa the, Bay situation? I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. I'm not entirely sure. I know that we stayed. There was, so there was a new stadium in Gelsenkirk and home of the Schalke 04 okay. uh, soccer team. And so we moved from whatever Rhine Stadium or Dusseldorf Stadium to there. This is very boring, I'm sure, to our audience. Uh, but... The Rhine people or the Dusseldorf people loved the Rhine fire. So we couldn't move like locally out of Dusseldorf for some reason. Dusseldorf was great. So I understand. There, okay. My guess is Gelsenkirchen was uh, dangerous and I would have been molested. Anyway, when a player got injured in NFL Europe at, at you know, this was early 2000s, they had to, they got shipped out to Birmingham, Alabama. And whether they came back or not just depended on the severity of the injury. So Luke was going to Birmingham like on a Monday morning. Sunday morning was yaya time for Luke, apparently. And uh, I assume he got drunk. I, don't, I cannot back that up. But I know that he flooded the shower in his hotel room, uh, I think, as a thank you to, for uh, you know, his time in, in NFL Europe. It seemed purposeful. That was a rumor going around the team that he purposely – created a flood and got the fuck out. Uh, so I think he owes that hotel money. That's what I think. Is he, um, was he doing a poop in there? What, what, how does that happen? He just, just a I, jerk. We got a lot of towels in our room. So I'm guessing, mm-hmm. I'm guessing he just jammed up the, uh, the shower and just let it run. What the fuck? I can't totally back that up. Because I wasn't okay. roommates with him, thank God. Okay, it was, all right, uh, just me. Yeah, but uh, that was—he did not have a great reputation in uh, uh, with the squad after his exit. All right, well, fuck him. He's a Packer now, so he can go to hell. Go line. Uh, all right, QB coach is Tom Clements, uh, Canadian Football Hall of Famer. Uh, you went to Notre Dame. He was a Notre Dame quarterback, and then went to the CFL. Uh, he received his law degree from Notre Dame and was a he was a lawyer for five years, I believe, with before he got into coaching. Uh, and he graduated magna cum laude. Did I say that right? I, yeah, it sounded great. What does We've that never mean? Been close. I've seen yeah. I've seen those words before. What What does that mean? And why 
does it have the word come in it? Mm, I think you have to have at least four kids to qualify. Yeah, okay. That that's makes what I, sense. That's what I think. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, I don't I've I've never sniffed that list, Dan. I, I can't speak for you. You were very learned. Uh you mm-hmm. were a not only an athlete, but a scholar in two different universities as an undergrad. Let's be honest. Everyone who's listened to this knows that I'm the idiot of this podcast. So I can barely speak, let alone I'm a I'm a magma come later or whatever it's called. That is not me for sure. Uh, speaking of four kids, another person on this staff who has four kids, defensive coordinator Joe Barry has mm. uh, four children. Uh, it's his third year with the Packers. His father-in-law is Rod Marinelli. Mm. I, was, I, I think we, we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fun fact. I feel like that would be a weird, weird holidays, weird holiday hangout with Rod Marinelli. Yeah. Cause he, he probably smells bad, right? He looks like a guy that probably cause of all the melted spaghetti coming out of his denim, I think. And his cries. I think he, he's definitely, uh, like, uh, like a farting in a room, but not realizing it guy. Right. Like just, oh, yeah. Just like thinks they're muffled, but he's a little hard of hearing, so he can't hear his own farts. He's like, mm-hmm. "Yep, snuck that one, snuck that one through." Like everyone just scatters. Yeah, um, I can see that. Bad limp too. Is there yeah. a possibility that one of those legs has a giant hand attached to it? Rubber. Yeah. Hand? Um, I, yeah, I think so. It's I think he's he's a. Uh, um, you know why he limps? I just looked him up on Wikipedia. Uh, and I think I'm afraid. His... I'm afraid. Yeah, he, he's a Vietnam. He's a yeah. Vietnam vet, and he was wounded and contracted malaria. So, uh, I'm an uh, asshole. Uh, yeah, you are on fire with just shitting God on people it. tonight. I'm sorry. First, this first Ricky Mouth from Smash Mouth just spitting right on us. He's not even in in the grave yet. You're just spitting all over him. And then you got Rod here, who served our country. God. Uh, as is sorry, so sorry, only Rob. up from here for you, Bill. Um, I love our veterans as any fan and egg can vouch for. Who's your I favorite apologize. veteran? Who's mm, your favorite? My favorite veteran, I would have to go with um, God, I think Jesus. <laughs> Didn't Jesus serve? Which army was he in? I think, um. I think the Israelis <laughs> See, from Jerusalem. I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was in the Air Force, Bill. I think you're I think you're right there. He was he was mm-hmm. uh, he was a captain in the Air, Air Navy. Um, yeah, let's move on. That got weird. I'm sorry. Uh, senior analyst on this uh, Packer staff is someone named Tim Lester. And I was racking my brain. How do I know Tim oh. Lester? Let me guess. Uh, Central Michigan? Western Michigan. Whoa. Western. Okay. Good call. Okay. Western okay. Michigan. He's from Wheaton. Uh-oh. Went to Wheaton Warrenville South. He was a head coach at Elmhurst for a bit. Then he was a quarterback coach at Purdue. Then went to Western Michigan. I think he took over after PJ. Mm. Um, but some for some reason, they said he was a head coach. Uh, Wikipedia says he was a head coach at Western Michigan where he made $800,000 a year. Why was that in there? It was like hard stop. 
Tim put that in there. Was Flexor, was right? he, oh you think he was flexing on people? Yeah, just like he's like, oh look at this, I'm making eight hundred k. I live in Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Look at my look at my sweet Ford Focus. You get you one of these, baby. That's a yeah, that's weird. Or if someone was bitter, and they're like, can you believe this asshole makes eight hundred thousand dollars a year? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna put it. Wikipedia doesn't lie. We know that. We absolutely know that. We do. Has anybody we made do. a page for Zero Doinks yet? I think that was part of our challenge. I think we talked year, about it. Our, yeah, to our audience. Hmm. Well, well, let's let's solve that mystery right now. Uh, another live podcast excitement for our listening audience. I just uh, want to take this moment while Dan is clicking and and doing whatever he's doing to apologize to our our uh, brave veterans. I was not making yeah. a joke about any injuries that you can withstand, so that Dan and I don't have to. I'd also like to apologize. Uh, to Jesus Christ himself, I realize he did not fight for any army um, except for Catholics, even though he was Jewish. I'm confused with how that, that all shook out. I don't know how it works. He got co-opted. He got co-opted by, by Christians, even though... Did he convert? Was he dipped um, in the pond? I don't remember. I went to Catholic no high school. Okay. Yeah, that's troubling. Let me give you an update. There is no Zero Doinks Wikipedia page, but uh, in doing the search, one of the f- the first thing that came up is uh, Jerry Lawler. I think he's a wrestler. Was he a mm-hmm. commentator? Is he a commentator for wrestling? Uh, and it came up because there's a section that's named Feuds with Bret Hart and Doink the Clown, 1992 <laughs> to 1995. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to explore this. Can you get, just give me a minute, okay? Because mm-hmm. uh, there's a great line that I saw that uh, may get us canceled as well. Okay. Uh, in the fall of 1994, Lawler initiated a feud with Doink the Clown. Lawler popped the balloons carried by Doink's midget sidekick, Dink. After Doink and Dink retaliated, Lawyer introduced a midget sidekick of his own who he named Queasy. What? In the following weeks, Doink added two more sidekicks. Holy shit, there's sidekicks everywhere. This is amazing. Wink and Pink, while Lawler introduced Sleazy and Cheesy. This led to an elimination match at Survivor Series 1994, which Lawler's team won. After the match, however, Lawler's team turned on him, joining with Doink's team to attack Lawler. This is great news. This... I think we may, speaking of armies and armed forces, I think we might have one behind us <laughs> we, if we talk to the right people. I mean, Doink and Dink, we are. Holy shit. I don't know what. We're we need very a zero pro clown. We need, we, need we need a zero Doinks page and we need someone to be. Here's what we need. Okay. We need a zero Doinks Wikipedia page. How does that get done? I don't know. I think I've been banned for making edits on wikipedia for many years now same same somebody help us out please Mm -hmm. someone help us out i need somebody to look up specifically for jerry lawler's feud with doink and dink and that Mm -hmm. goes to the zero doinks page and there for there to be much confusion of who the fuck are these guys with a podcast about the bears and how does it relate to my 
relationship with Jerry Lawler and the doinks and dinks. Yes. That's what I need. That is a challenge to any of you loyal listeners. Let us know how it's going because we don't know what we don't know how to do it. I'm not a big code guy. I I, I don't know where to begin. Uh, Yeah, I don't know either. I don't I have no clue. Well, I don't even know. Is this if this microphone's on? Um, all right, let's wrap up great. this pack. Let's start yeah. up wrap up this Packer staff. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, special teams coach is Rich Bisaccia. Did I say that right? That's Italian, right? You think he has Crocs? Oh, 100 percent yes. And they reek like lasagna. I actually had lasagna for dinner last night. Of course um, you did. Am I Italian? You are full-blown Italian. Oh, my God. You are. That would be great, actually. I, I'd i be cool with that. 23 and me, baby. It's going to say you're 99% Italiano. Who's who's your favorite Italian? Not Danny Mario. DeVito. Okay. Good, great call. Thank you. Mine's probably Doink the Midget. Why did I think so quickly about Danny DeVito, by the way? That was I don't know. I've never answered any question that quickly in my life. You I, I could see you aging and looking just like Danny DeVito. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. He's I'm not handsome. that much taller. <laughs> How tall is he? I you know what, I don't know. I may have just sold myself very short, so to speak. I'm not looking that up. I don't give a shit. All right, Rich Bisaccia should be still should be the Raiders head coach. That guy got screwed, and he, now he's just shoved uh, on the Packers, who still have bad special teams. Right? They didn't they cut Pat O'Donnell, and maybe that made yeah. him better. He's he's a mediocre punter. No, he sucks. But I thought it was gonna be part of the segment, not the following segment, where we're actually talking about the Bears Packers game. But let's just since you asked, they have both a kicker and a punter that have never played in a NFL game. Hmm. That's fantastic yeah. news for the Bears and on it, Sunday. Yeah, that's great. And everyone knows that kickers love being in uh, Soldier Field on the grass. Uh, weather conditions, that's going to be easy. So that's all I have for the Packers staff. Kind of a week one. A uh, little week this first opening weekend. Opening kickoff weekend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, we we do this. The NFC North is tough, and there's no turnover on this staff. The Lions might still be electric, but Packers are not. They're just boring, just like their fucking city that they play in. Um, any Packers. other thoughts on the staff as a whole? Ooh. Yes, uh, I do have one final thought on the Green Bay staff. Danny DeVito is four foot ten. <laughs> oh my god, he's really tiny. I'm He's way taller than that, just for the record. Yeah, you tower yeah, over him. Tall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. let's be honest. All right. Uh, no Illini on this team, Bill, but there's one go for Devondre Campbell, linebacker. He's mm. been there for a while. I think he mm-hmm. got paid uh, former go for there. So that's all I got for Packer time. Jordan Love, I actually did look him up. Um, he's uh, – let's just, just run through his Wikipedia page here. He's 24 years old. Uh, birthday is November 2nd. Hmm. He's from Bakersfield, California. Boring. Uh, his dad has an unusual name, but I was going to poke a, poke a joke at that, but he apparently uh, died, so I'm not going to do that. Is it Italian sounding? Kind of. Is it? I don't want to do it. it. I don't want to do it. Okay, I'll do it for you. It's Mastacholi. Fuck. 
I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I'll tell you offline. You can make your terrible jokes then. Um, in two in 2019, he Love and two of his teammates were cited for possession of marijuana. So he oh. might just be he might just be a bad guy. Wow. Uh, terrible I mean, crime. The, the charges were dropped, but you know we we damage was done. Damage was done. Oh, that uh, sounds like a in, conspiracy. Yep. Uh, in in college, he, he dated a volleyball player named Ronica Stone. Uh, her father is former NFL player Ron Stone. Have you heard of him? No. Is that Sharon's mm, husband? I think so. He uh, he won two Super Bowls. Looks like he was an offensive lineman for the okay. Cowboys, the Giants, the Niners, and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh He's currently the offensive coach for Valley Christian High School. Yeah, he has at least four kids then. Right? Uh, he definitely has sacks for sure. Um, nothing of note with that. I, I think I went nowhere, but Jordan Love stinks. He's going to be terrible. They're going to mm-hmm. regret that using that dra- high draft pick on him. Uh, yep. They're going to bring in. Who's the Penn State guy? I already forgot his name. Clifford? Sean Clifford. Mm-hmm. He's going to be terrible. This is going to be okay. a shit show of a season mm-hmm. for the Packers. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go to the next segment. We'll talk about the game, specifically the lines and who, what's hot, what's not. Who, ha, who, ha, ha. Perfect. Dan, thank you, as always, for a very deep dive into our opponent. Thanks for walking us through the streets of Green Bay. But as Fuck you, Green Bay. Suck my smash mouth. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes. Yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes, go kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Kevin watches the film at night. Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh my God! We've waited so long, so so long for this. Rick Richard is giving you the hit sauce. our ears with his hot, 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 hot again picks. Rick, take it away, bitch. Rick, take me home tonight, Eddie. Mine. Rick, I want to thank all of our loyal listeners in Europe. Rick, did the overhead or no? <laughs> Rick. All right, doinkers, we are back for the uninitiated. This is Rick Fieldsman, hams and bread. (laughs) I forgot what it's called already. Hams and spreads, the segment within hams and bread, the segment within the hottest and weirdest Chicago Bears podcast of all time, zero doinks. I am your resident gambling sharp, shark, shart, and I am here to give you the hottest picks all season long. 
I'm back, baby. I'm back. I've been wanting this forever. I'm better than ever. Guess what? Rick got a new microphone. No big deal. Uh, Rick got a Mac computer. Has a little bit of GarageBand in there. Oh, baby. You can teach an old dog new tricks. It, it seems to be, maybe, if this is recording properly. But I just want to say hello. Welcome to the hottest gambling segment of your week. I thoroughly go through the board with such scrutiny, with a fine-tooth comb, week in and week out for you, the loyal listeners, all those people dependent on my picks. Guess what? Guess what? 15% chance of a of a little bit of a recession there. Oh, hope it's a soft landing. Oh, hope, hope it rebounds quickly. Guess what? You don't need a job if you listen to this segment each week because I give you the three hottest picks guaranteed to provide you with a serious case of the funds. I... I'm so excited for football. This past weekend, I ignored everything and everyone. I watched hours and hours of football. It was college version. Uh, I hit UTEP over Immaculate uh, word, uh, Incarnate Word. UTEP, they seven-point favorites. Guess what? They won by 14. That's the hot picks that Rick's going to be giving to you. Oh, uh, bet my first MLB bet of the whole year. Uh, Eduardo Escobar to hit a home run. I'd never heard of him, didn't even know what team he was on. Hits a dinger in the third inning, plus 800, no big deal. Huge case of the funds going into this NFL weekend. Getting a little bit of an error message on my Mac. Hope this isn't going to cut off. You know what, if it does, that's okay. I'll talk into the air with nobody listening. Story of my life. Let's go ahead and get with the hot picks. Here we go. Hams and spreads. Pick one. <laughs> Almost forgot what I what I did there. Here's the name of the game on week one. I talk about this all the time. Everybody knows I talk about this all the time. Week one, NFL, dogs, dogs, dogs. We're betting the dogs. I placed a wager on all 16 games. Are they all dogs? No, of course not. Are most of them dogs? I think so. Are the picks I'm giving you dogs? Yes. Because these are some of the hottest picks that I have to offer. Oh, my gosh. You should have seen how I got notes on notes. I got electronic notes. I got written notes, mental notes. I have notes everywhere. And here's my first pick. We have at the noon game. I'm so excited. September 10th. Oh, man. Just a hot day in American history. Titans versus Saints. This game is being played at noon for those on the central time zone. For those on the eastern time zone, welcome. Uh, Titans are three point dogs. Now I may not know a lot of players in the NFL. It's kind of my thing. I look beyond the people and look at the organizations, look at what they're bringing, look at all the, uh, uh, scenarios around these games. And I know that the saints are not three point favorites against the Titans. That this has to be some sort of arbitrage opportunity. Titans plus three, absolutely going to roll the saints. No more commentary needed. Let's go to the next pick. Hams and spreads pick two. <laughs> All right. Uh, also a noon game. Wow. Didn't mean. You know what? That's fine. We'll do that. Noon game. Carolina Panthers versus the Falcons. Also versus the Falcons. Panthers are one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. And they're three and a half point dogs. This makes no sense. They got that toxic DJ Moore out of their clubhouse finally. Uh, Panthers are setting themselves up for a hot year. 
They are three and a half point dogs. They are going to outright beat the Falcons. It's going to be one of the hottest plays of the weekend, except for this last pick. And here we go. Hands and spreads, pick three, printing money's pick of the week. Printing money's pick of the week is brought to you by... Eggs. If you had a few thoughts on eggs, just listen to my good friend Brad Biggs. Yeah, hi, this is Brad Biggs, covering the Bears since 2001 on the beat for Chicago Champion, contributor to Moe Hasha on 670 score. It's just, uh, just been in my, uh, my feed lately that uh, there's something that I like eggs, and I just want it known that I do not like eggs. Uh, I'm not a routine eater of eggs. Unless those eggs are in an omelet at an omelet station, uh, then I will go ahead and eat the eggs. And uh, as long as those eggs also have some bacon on top and some sausage on top and a little bit of uh, pepper jack cheese on top and a little bit of Swiss cheese on top, a little bit of a little bit of cheddar cheese on top, and uh, then a little bit of mushrooms on top, a little bit of tomato on top, a little bit of onion on top, uh, and then we'll do a little bit of that spinach on top, you know, Brad needs his greens, uh, we'll do uh, a little bit more sausage, a little bit more bacon, uh, let's put a little bit of ham on top as well, uh, then let's move back to the onions, I like those extra onions, let's go ahead and put a few more eggs on top, another layer, uh, let's go ahead and start putting some maple syrup right on top, let's go ahead and put some waffles on top, Let's go ahead and put some pancake batter right on top, and then let's put a little chocolate chips right on top, and a little bit of a, a cinnamon uh, glaze on top. Don't forget about some of that icing on top. Uh, move down, put one of those cherry pies right on top, put a little bit of that pecan pie right on top as well, and then fold that thing straight up. That's the only way that I eat my eggs, so I just want that uh, noted for the record. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brad. Eggs. Maybe not for everyone. <laughs> All right. We are back. I mean, just a hot guest right out of the right out of the gate here. Hot. Uh, we're we're not even rounding turn one. And uh, Rick is peaking. We're sponsored. Uh it's gonna be a hot, hot. season. I am so excited. I I know what you guys are thinking. Rick, you're gonna pick the Bears. We know. Uh no. Bears are gonna win. Easy play. I'm giving you the hard plays that are going to win and that's what's coming up right now um let's go to the let's go to the last pick let's get, let's get right into it sunday night football america's team cowboys are three-point favorites versus the giants now this is an absolute laughable situation that anybody thinks the cowboys are going to be anywhere near contention this year uh the giants are a hot team they hot. are um i <laughs> Just so many players that I don't even want to get into them in an effort to not leave anybody out. So we're going Giants plus three. These are all plus three, baby. All plus three, all dogs, all outright winners in my book uh, and in your book and in your family's 401k because these are the hot pick. This is the hottest investment in the U.S. right now. And there you have it. We're going to close it out here. This technology is getting the best of me. I am so excited to be back for yet another season as Zero Doink's favorite unpaid intern. Uh, I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always...
Have a good one at the windows. Frick. Thanks, Jim Blossoms. Frick. Just say no to Nagy. Frick. Javakou is it a window. Frick. Weird start to uh, to the year for Rick. I'd, I'd have to say I am uh, a little uncomfortable with with his words and his picks in general. See, this is why you know we we would go back and forth. Should Mitch play in the preseason? Should Mitch not play in the preseason? Rick should have gotten reps in the preseason, and he didn't, and it shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's rusty. He's mm-hmm. uh, he needs to work out the kinks. Um, so I would. I'll be honest, I would consider fading Rick this week. I don't usually say that, but wow. I know he's our sharp, but I would just be very cautious about taking his picks this week. But thank you, Rick. We love you. Yeah, I guess we I guess we should have uh given some context if this is the first time that you've listened <laughs> that Rick Fieldsman is our Zero Doinks exclusive sharp. Uh his record is always whatever he says it is. And uh we're just along for the ride. That's that's what it is, Dan. We feel free to chime in there, but I, I yeah I uh, yeah. Let's okay, let me ahead. just let me just jump in there. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to continue on this journey with us, if you're listening for the first time, uh, don't hold Rick to his record. Be prepared mm-hmm. for him to just reset his record at some point through the year, <laughs> and you're just going to have to go with it. You're just going to deal with it. It is what it is. Yeah. He does. He's on his own schedule. If he says he's over 500, it's probably untrue, but you're just going to have to live with it because you're not convincing him otherwise. No. And for the sake of the show, for this segment, for everything, we need two things to happen this week, starting this week. We need a Bears win to keep Rick engaged with the NFL, and we need Rick to go at least two and one to keep him engaged with hams and spreads, which is a segment within the segment of hams and bread. Dan, speaking of Bears Packers, I assume that there's a line that we may have already talked about generally, if not specifically. I, I'm sorry. I'm going back to Rick. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, he full-blown admit on one of our – on one of these episodes that he watched like two full quarters of Bears football last year. Yeah. He's our he's our mm-hmm. sharp of on a Bears podcast. Uh yeah. He's the best. I love him yeah. so much. I think he gets nervous. Like if he's not able to watch it live, I don't I don't know what it is. We I'm trying to think of ever if I've ever watched a game with him, like a full game live before. We've been at a Bears game with him, but we've not been like standing with him. So we're not we're not sure that he's <laughs> been there the whole time. Like there's no there's no verification. We have to talk to Coach Keese about that. Uh yeah, I I don't know what happened with like Bears Niners last year. I feel like he started chiming in like at seven thirty that night about how excited he was about the win. <laughs> it's he is an absolute wild card, but don't let that, you know, talk you out of following or fading his picks, I guess is the point. Yeah, he just stares at the numbers. He just he's not a big uh see it with my eyeballs guy. He's just mm-hmm. it's it's a feel. It's a feel on his keyboard and on uh the stat sheet is how mm-hmm. Rick comes up with these lines. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he sends us his picks tonight. Anyway, all right, Bears. <laughs> Let's just review last year where the Bears were at against the spread. They were 5-11-1 against the spread. Uh, not great. Mm-hmm. 
The over, however, was 10 and 7. So that was a good sign. The offense was scoring points. Points? What's points? <laughs> <laughs> the Bears had scored points. Uh, so the Bears were 10 and 7 on the over. Green Bay last year, they were 8 and 9 against the spread. They were also 8 and 9 on the over. So that was probably a product of thinking Rodgers was going to be good. He was not. Bears, Packers, 330, the mid-boner game this Sunday. Who does those games now? This one's going to be uh, Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart, the number one oh, crew for yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waiting think, for Brady to sure. show up, right? Yep, yep. Uh, Which is weird. Greg, Olson. Why? Greg Olson's awesome. He's yeah. good on. He's good on TV. He needs a full time gig. He'll be he'll be in it for the long run. And Tom Brady owns part of the Raiders. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is he allowed to call games? I mean, I guess there's no reason he couldn't, but. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't give us a reason to doubt your integrity, Tom. Yeah. I I don't trust you. I don't either. I did up until this point. I don't know what that means. Um, Is he eating strawberries now? Was that what he wasn't eating? Strawberries? Because of the seedlings? I don't know. Are you, you strike, you don't eat fruit, do you? You're uh, you're an anti-fruit guy. You just eat gummy worms i don't like gummy worms for the record i i don't like the i'm a big texture guy uh i i drink my fruit dan that's how i that's how i get my fruit i drink it um whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic okay mostly alcoholic i uh i do like strawberries though i'm a big strawberry guy i i like grabbing that that green hairdo that they all have <laughs> that's, that's what they're called and, and just put that puppy in my mouth and take a big juicy bite okay big, okay mm-hmm. that's fair all right sorry ladies uh, i didn't mean to give you that visual i apologize if you slide off right off their seat sliding right off their seat Ooh, Bill just ate a strawberry. Splash, 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 splash. Duracell. <laughs> Thank you, Duracell, for being a sponsor again this week. Uh, we failed to mention that. So, ladies, if your vibrator is uh, running slow, Duracell. Splash. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I've selling preseason for myself. So the Bears this week, Phil, 3.30 kickoff. Uh, maybe at the end we'll discuss what your plans are for uh, Bears-Packers this week. We'll, we'll talk okay. through that. Okay. Bears line was originally, I think, at three. Then it was two and a half. Now Bears Shut are one. <laughs> Shut up. I know. I didn't want to be reminded of that. Okay. Bears are one point favorite right now, minus one. There's a lot mm-hmm. of value there with the Bears. Over unders forty three. Mm-hmm. Bill, why don't you give us your pick for this week? Forty three is a huge number for a Bears game. Typically, let's just let's just call it like it is. But I believe that I have a future wager that is supposed to guarantee two Bears touchdowns per game. And all of a sudden, I'm rolling in $1,000.69. So 
let this Sunday be the start of that. Hit the under. Bears win oh. 14 to 10. Okay. Fields looks great. They actually have to pull them because they're up 14 nothing late, and that is a blowout. So they got to get got to get Nate Peterman some run. Uh, and <laughs> things are great. I, I I didn't mean to interrupt your your uh, walkthrough of how the line has fallen because honestly that triggered me. You could tell you heard it in my voice because that makes me feel bad about. Should it make us feel bad though? If public money's coming in on Green Bay, should we feel good about that? Actually. Mm. I don't, I don't know how it works. About it. I don't know how I don't works. feel great about it. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's 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 concerning. It's concerning where other people think we're we're at, but um I don't know. So you like the under. That's your play this week? Like the under, I think it's gonna be ugly, but I think we as Bears fans, we like to win ugly, I think. Yeah. Twenty four points total, that's fine. We'll take a fucking win. Dan we need to win. We need to win. We cannot lose this game. We can't. Must win. It is. I. We cannot allow Jordan Love to start 1-0 against our Bears. No. This cannot happen. We need to switch roles with the Packers starting this Sunday. I'm so sick of, as you mentioned last segment, the Packers are fu- they're fucking they're twenty four and five, the last twenty nine games against the Bears. That's ridiculous. That is like Illinois That's basketball insane. against Minnesota basketball. That's what that is basically. Was that a um, shot at my Gophers? That that feels rude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And that's Come also on. probably it's Come not on. even close. It's not close to accurate either. I'm sure. Uh, we do have a great winning streak though, but times are changing. I'm sure for Ben Johnson. Um, Why are we talking about basketball? Why would we're you not? Bring we're up not. Basketball? Your we're football not. team has beaten the Gophers a we're few not. times. Okay, we're just, not. Just we're not. Stop it. We're not. We're not. I'm over it. I'm sick of 14 years of getting our tits kicked in, Dan. That's the point. And it ends Sunday. It fucking ends. And why don't we win the next ninety percent of games against Green Bay starting on Sunday? It's that that's what's gonna happen, Dan. I'm confident. Are you? So I'm not gonna play the over under. I don't know where things are gonna sit with that. I don't know what to expect out of the the Packers mostly. I don't know what to expect out of the Bears. But you know what, Bill? I like free money. Do you like free money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set the line back where it was. I'm going to do Bears minus three, and you're going to get them at plus 120. Oh, my God. Brilliant. That's free money. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm, okay. I know the Bears are winning. They're going to win by more than a field goal. They're going to win by three and a half points. Don't ask me how. I don't know. They're going to figure out a way to split a point. They're going to win. They're going to cover. That's free money. Now, I do want to go over a few props with you, if you'll allow me. Oh, my God. I, I, this I'm is aroused. new. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's see if you can guess. Do you want to guess a few over-unders yes. for me? Yes. Yes. Jordan Love passing yards. 
Okay, I, I assume we're just talking about this game, not for the season. Yes. Yeah, this is <laughs> okay, just for this game. You. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to say welcome. that. Thank God, because I'm not great at math. I'm going to say the line is set at 265 and a half. Ooh, too high. 212 and a half. Wow, that is very for Jordan low. Love. All right. Uh, there's a little more juice on this one for Justin, but where do they have him? Oh, God. It's concerning. I'll say I that. I know. 199 and a half. 178 and a half. Jesus fucking Christ. Hump that over so hard. It's at minus 120. The line's changed three times since I've had it up. That's concerning. All right. Uh, rushing yards. This is actually one that I really like. This line. Aaron Jones. Uh, over under 52 and a half rushing yards. I would... I hate to say it, but you hump the fuck out of that over. He gets it. He I gets it too. before halftime. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, <laughs> Justin Fields. Holy shit! Justin Fields rushing yards. Where, where do you think that's at? That's interesting. I think they put the season at around a thousand, which we were on it last year at like. 425 yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, you're welcome for all the free monies, everybody. <laughs> uh, rushing yards, I'm going to say 65 and a half. Wow, close. 60 and a half. He is the highest over-under of yards of any, any prop bets. For any rusher. That's, Interesting. Any rusher. That's not great. That makes sense, because who are you going to pick for the Bears? Like They're going to be splitting carries, right? Herbert. I, Herbert's at 53 and a half. Foreman's at 23 and a half. Okay. Um, receiving yards. This is concerning for our DJ Moore well, bet. Are you in on that DJ Moore oh, bet? Oh, I'm. I am all the way in on that bet. Right. I, I think I, I. I told our text thread about it. The. Um, That's my largest off-season like prop bet. It's ridiculous of the year. If, if DJ Moore did what he did in Carolina, a thousand yards a season for what his first four years in the league or whatever. He's going to do it in Chicago. I realize that Chicago has a poor history of quarterback passing yards. I get it. I get it, DraftKings, okay? Stop reminding me. So <laughs> in that vein, my guess is DJ Moore is over under for this game is 55 and a half receiving yards. 47 and a half. Okay, hump the fuck out of that over. That's ridiculous, Dan. That's ridiculous. It seems really low. Yeah, that's one catch for this guy. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in my in my queue. Yeah, that's stupid. I'm sorry. Even if I wasn't a Bears fan, Justin Fields is gonna have more passing yards this year. That's just going to happen. And DJ Moore is gonna be his number one target every fucking week as long as he's healthy. Yep. Under 50 yards. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. stupid. That's stupid. Let's take advantage of this. Everybody. Arbitrage City, as Rick Fieldsman would say. Like this is this is Yaya time, baby, and we're all Italian yeah, wearing yeah, Crocs. <laughs> um I think that's all I got for you. Passing touchdowns. It's gonna be is it half is it one? Is it it's a is half it? for yeah. uh GF one. I, I don't see I don't see anything for more than one and a half. But even Jordan Love over one and a half touchdowns is plus one one forty. So plus one forty. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, interesting. Is there, it's something to think about for sure. So uh, it's going to so be. So I would say, game, I think. So, so, so I, <laughs> it's going to be an ugly game per Vegas. My yeah. so if I'm hearing it right, our our big prop plays this week over fifty two and a half rushing yards from Aaron Jones. Yes. And over forty seven and a half receiving yards, DJ Moore. Yeah. It's slam dunks. I like it. We're on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you introduced a little little side hustle here. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well let's uh what we what what other games do you like, Bill? Dan, the one game that I've really been eyeing is the Monday night Jets. Is it Sunday night? Monday night. Jets Bills. Do you actually have a game that you like? Yeah, first time in five what? seasons. What is happening? <laughs> I know. A fucking know. research bill here. Holy well, I didn't shit. I didn't research it though. I don't I don't know what's going okay. on, but that's a game that is attracting me. But I don't okay. I know nothing about the lines. I'm sorry if I took a game that that actually did catch your eye if you did any research I i'm gonna be honest bill i haven't even looked this I'm, okay. I'm playing the part of you but i was gonna look alive on air here so okay okay so you like bills at jets where what do you mm-hmm. think the line's at um i'm gonna guess just with all the future look aheads for the nfc north i feel like i've got a little bit of a got a little bit of insight here i'm gonna guess that the jets are minus two and a half at home Jets are plus two and a half at home. Oh my God, money line city! I am the mayor. Yeah, you like the jet? I do. Uh, Buffalo's good. I don't know. Buffalo's I, good. Buffalo is good. This is a what great, a great game. What a great way to start the year! What mm-hmm. a great Monday night game. They're not doing two Monday night games. Did they stop doing that? So I saw they might be doing two Monday night games week two, unless oh. I saw a a weird. I saw something. Nope. You're right. Am I right? There's two okay. September 18th. There's two Monday night games: Saints at Panthers and Browns at Steelers. Not good ones. No, but two's better than zero. Yeah, good point. Great point. Thank um, you. All right, I like that. So you like the Jets money line? I do. Big do Aaron Rodgers guy. Yeah, I know. You always have been. How do you feel about Lions Chiefs Thursday night first game? Kelsey's hurt. I know. Maybe, I feel maybe, terrible now. I know. I, 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 I was so chiefsy, and but fortunately, I did not lay any money down. And then, yeah, hyperextended knee. Yeah. No offense, Kelsey. None taken. Uh, be out through three weeks. If it, if you're not <laughs> going to play Thursday, don't play till week four. Yeah. I think I can okay. speak for all Bears fans. But okay. I hope you're fine. Hope you're fine. You're a funny guy. Yeah. Um. I, I think he's kind of a douche. You like him? I think he's kind of a douche. Like, I was being, I was being polite. Yeah. He okay. Is a douchey. Wow. They're all kind of. You're being polite. Kind of douchey. They're, first yeah, time you've been polite time. on this, <laughs> this podcast. You just shit on true. dead people. It is true. I can't wait to hear what you say about Jimmy Buffett. Holy shit! That's, I'm very nervous. Well, somebody's wasting away right now as we speak. <laughs> Oh no! Whoops, Daisies. Jimmy Buffett was a Crocs guy. He owned Crocs, right? Oh my God, he wore a Croc on his testicles. There is no oh. doubt about it. That would that guy. Great. He never showered, right? No, that guy. Uh-uh. No Might chance. Have been part of the problem. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. So what he died of just bad hygiene. Uh, I think it was skin cancer, but I think. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's go back to the original question, which was Chiefs. Chiefs are minus five <laughs> right now. Thursday night. I don't. I still like. I, I still like the Chiefs. I still like the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, could you pick Jared Goff over Patrick? Mah- like that's a question that gamblers are have to ask themselves, with or no. without Kelsey. You got to pick Mahomes. Mahomes at home Thursday night. Raise the banner night. So, do they do mm-hmm. that in the NFL? I feel like they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Other games I like. Any other games you like, or should I just zip through them here? I'm. I don't know any other games. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay's at Minnesota. Tampa Bay's getting six. Kind of like the Bucks getting mm-hmm. getting six points. I'd love it at seven. Uh, Texans are getting 10 at the Ravens. Texans might stink. They might not be as bad as everyone thinks. I'd probably take the points. I like the plus 10. Okay. Mm, Colts are getting plus five at home against the Jags. Nope. I don't think so. Stay away. Browns are getting two and a half at home against the Bengals. I don't, I'm not going to take a Browns game all year. I have no read on them. Oof. I definitely will, not willingly. Um, commanders are given seven on the uh, at home against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to be so bad. God, it's a lot of points. I don't know though. if they'll score. They're they're horrendous. Yeah. I kind of and I kind of like Washington. I kind of like them. Yeah, yeah. seven's a lot. Though. Be, seven's a lot. Uh, Chargers and Dolphins, that could be a good game in oh, L.A. Chargers over. are given three. Over-under is 51. You like that's the over, 51? That's a lot of points. I don't, I don't love it, but I would. That's, that's where I would go. Okay, Eagles at Patriots. A lot of uh, non-West Coast 330 games here this week. Hmm. I guess a lot. There's two. Uh, <laughs> it's a big percentage when there's yep. 16 games. Eagles, yeah, Eagles are four point favorites at at New England. I would take Bill Belichick week one. Seahawks, we believe in the Seahawks this year. They're given five and a half to the Rams week one at yeah, home. I don't, I don't think Cooper Cup's plan. So I would, I would hump the Hawks. Okay. Broncos minus four at home against the Raiders. I kind of like the Broncos. I feel like I get suckered into Sean Payton action in I Denver. Know, I was going to say Sean Payton. Ra- Jimmy G, Raiders, right? Yeah. And Josh McDaniels. Uh, I would take the Chris. points. I'd take the points. It's going to be a three-point game. All right. All right. And Sunday night's Cowboys-Giants. Oh, who would have thunk that? I think they're only mm. allowed to play on Sunday night, Sunday or Monday night. Giants are plus three at home against the Cowboys. I would hump the Giants all day. Even though I, yeah, I think same. they probably were going to blow, but yeah, one week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I think okay. we covered it. I don't even know what I really took. We just ran through a bunch of them. <laughs> same, but let's let's pick Can a random somebody... game. Hold on, holy yeah. shit! Okay. There's a Go lot ahead. of lines here. Uh, okay, just gonna do. It. We'll just do this every once in a while. Here's a random game. Uh, ooh, it's a good one. Monday, November twentieth, Eagles at Chiefs. Eagles. What? What do you think the line is? I think Eagles are plus six and a half. 
three. It's only a three-point line. Nah, I don't like them anymore, then. I like the Chiefs. I like this. <laughs> Holy shit, they have lines for every game on DraftKings. Yeah. Is this where you pulled all the lines? Yeah, uh, I love DraftKings, even though they don't love me back. <laughs> yeah, how's your, we're in hams and bread. How's your ping pong wagering going? Uh, I've been trying to lay off because <laughs> I've had... <laughs> Like it's almost Always football season. It's almost football season. I need to, I, but I've been I've been doing big boy ping pong and jumping on the U.S. Open. <laughs> oh, big boy! <laughs> I can't. I every. I'll get like a. I don't know the rhyme or reason of why there's. I get these uh, notifications on my phone from DraftKings. Would be like, Bill. Bill is just wagered on. Seisman Pitor <laughs> minus 5,000. Yeah. Like, what is Bill doing? And it will be 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. There's some days that I just try to I, I try to wager the day away just so I don't have to think about real life. Uh, there are definitely Is there any days. strategy? Like, do you have your yes. guys? Or are you okay? No, I don't have my guys. It's just, it's, it's blind wagering. It's, um, I, well, hold it, on a second. Hold yeah, on a go, second. Go Before ahead. you go any further. Yes. I said, is there a strategy? And you said yes. <laughs> and then you followed up with, it's blind wagering. Okay. It's like, let me, hey, let do, me you, clarify. do you drive? <laughs> yes. But I'm a blind person. Let me <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic follow-up questions. You are a, you're a sleuth. Um, I would say you're a, you're a muckraker. You're a classic muckraker journalist from the 1930s. Um, yes, strategy is so blind, meaning I don't care about the about the uh, participants' names. I don't care. I I, I only know about Seaman Radlow and Rick Fieldsman can can <laughs> vouch for that. That guy's yep. amazing. I the strategy may go out the window. Here's my strategy, Dan. If a player is up, so uh, TT Elite, they play best of five. <laughs> if a player is up either two games to zero or two games to one, if the if the if the leader, if you will, of that two zero or two one is has an equal amount of points to win to win the match in that game, then the opponent has to catch him. Uh, then that's when I strike. So if it is, uh, I don't, I, I'm not great at math right now. Okay, here it is. Eight to five. Let's say, <laughs> you know, a guy in Poland, because they're all Polish guys, is up eight to five, and they're up at least two games to one, and you go to 11, that's when you strike, because they're three points away from winning, and it would take three consecutive points for the opponent to tie. So I, that's when I start to feel good. That's what when I start. What kind of odds are we talking about at this point? They're they're significant. Typically, they are they're in the four digits, most likely. <laughs> if they're in the three digits, then you're feeling incredible. Although at that point, you kind of also feel like a sucker because there's some shenanigans going on in uh, in the ping pong world when it comes to tossing matches. So. Yeah, I would say on average it's probably minus twelve hundred. So, okay. so you got to bet your whole nut at that point. So I'm that was yeah. great. I don't know mm -hmm. what I don't know what to do with any of that, but I love okay. I love it. 
That's so but now great. you know. Yes, the question, you got the answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great work. Um, this is Ben Hamilton bread? <laughs> yeah, I think we're done with it. Yep. Okay. See you next segment, Bears Fantasy Corner, with more hot, hot advice as to how to invest your funds and fun. Zerdox. Paris. You know what happens when it's warm in Europe to a soccer ball? It expands. It doesn't contract, it expands. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. All right, we are back. Bears Fantasy Corner. Holy shit, did I miss all things fantasy. We had a fantasy draft bill. Um, mm-hmm. Is that a week ago? Weekish, week and a half ago. How do you think it went? Were you happy with your team? Um, it seemed like I could bait you into taking guys, which I was very proud of. Um, we don't need to talk in detail about it. Good time all around. Yep. You're good at fantasy football. Even though we make jokes here, you're pretty good at it, and I just am halfway paying attention. I'm decent at it. You and I were fighting for Bajan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, were you just trying to make me pay monies that I didn't want to pay for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. And then I took a shot at the uh, Notre Dame tight end because I knew that would get Jack, your co-owner, yep. going, and that worked. Smart That move. was great. That was yeah. very smart. Yeah. We burned a little more cash than we planned, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but we're not here about me, Dan. We are here to do a solid for all of our loyal listeners. We're going to give them the best advice as we do year after year on Bears Fantasy Corner. Uh, I assume that Grease Tank is keeping an Excel sheet for us this year as he has loyally done the past couple of years. I think we always almost tie, and hopefully this yeah. year we're actually, you know, into it more by week ten. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we'll, we'll see. see how it goes. We'll find out. Uh, I think you should go first. Okay. Um, so the rules here are: Dan and I cannot pick the same guy. We tabulate week by week who uh, who's pick to click has more points and then eventually Dan will also dip really deep into the stats from the prior week to let us know top three and bottom three performers of each week. This week, we're just talking about the bears Packers game. We don't care about any other players available. We care about Chicago bears going against the Packers. So my pick to click is a guy that was talked about by one of the keep an eye on Dan participants this is a no-brainer. He is a former cheesehead, but he grew up in Chicagoland. He is Robert Tanyan, rhyming with Paul Banyan. <laughs> and my pick is him, of course. Two receptions, 17 yards, two touchdowns. That'll be 13 and some odd points. That is the pick that is going to win you your week, unless you play Daily Fantasy, if you're in a state that does not support legal sports gambling yet. Robert Tunyon is my click to pick. Dan, good luck picking somebody better than that. 
Yeah, good, great pick. I was actually, uh, I, you know, I was leaning towards a player that we also discussed earlier uh, until I realized that he may have been on the sideline without any pants and or clothing below the waist, uh, and that was Nathan Peterman. I'm not picking Nathan Peterman, but I'm staying within the tight end room. We've been talking about this player making a big jump this year uh, for this team uh, at great length. The Athletics written about it night in and night out. And, of course, I'm talking about the big dog, Mercedes Lewis. He may be old, Mm -hmm. but he's he's a smart vet. He knows where to be on the field. He knows how to get open. He's got those big paws. He's got those big paws. Those big paws are going to grab three touchdowns. Wow. Maybe thrown by Nathan Peterman after a blowout. Will he have pants on? I don't know. Maybe he himself had a blowout. That's why he doesn't have pants on. Mercedes Lewis, the big dog, is my click to clit to pick this week. Grease Tank, thank you for keeping the Excel spreadsheet for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and keeping tabs on this. Um, it's going to be a big week for us. A lot of tight end heavy jumbo package for us as a podcast. Yes. Yeah. We'd like to keep it big outside of the tackles. So that it makes a ton of sense. Dan, that is, that's, that's wise. We have two former Packers mm-hmm. looking for sweet, sweet revenge on Sunday, mid afternoon in Chicago by the lake. Can't wait to maybe be there. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Dan, I think this was short and sweet. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Shoulders. See you next segment. Paul George. If you ever wanted to tell Dan and Bill Doinks what to do, well, now you have a perfect chance by going to Cameo.com or downloading the Cameo app and ordering a very special something for the somebody special in your life. They can roast your grandma. They can sing a song to the lovely lady or man in your life. Then give a pep talk to your kids. We don't know. We're, we're open to anything. And Dan might even take his shirt off for you. So... Give us a shot. It's the best way to support the show besides listening every week. Go to Cameo, look up Zero Doinks, and order you something so special today. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much <laughs> big 10 minutes a bunch of fat pale midwesterners just roaming around pasadena you love the illini and i have a life i bleed orange and blue gophers minus three is my pick i respect your love for the illini shove it shove it shove it row 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 shove 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 i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know Big Ten Minute. Big Ten is officially fucking here, baby. The Big Ten's hot. It's wet. It's wild. Things started off Thursday night last week. 
The Gophers open up the season at home against Nebraska. Turns out those teams might not be very good. Gophers uh, squeak out a win. Nebraska shot themselves in the foot. If they would have just run the ball, let their quarterback just run the ball the whole time, they might have won by 30. But uh, I don't know if that's a Matt Rule thing. They were they were marching the ball with their quarterback running the ball, and then it, Matt Rule's like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just chuck it down the field. And he would just immediately throw an interception. Um, Gophers offense throwing the ball a lot, which is very ungopher like that the quarterback, Calicamanis Makahanis, local kid from Ani- Antioch. Nope, he's Greek. Uh, <laughs> I also look Greek. What footwear do Greeks typically wear in your mind? I think Spanakopita. Mm, nailed it. I was going to say combat boots, but I think we're close there. Um, so Gophers, you know, I think their wide receivers played, okay, you know, okay. The great. Did you see the catch? The Gopher, uh, the last touchdown they got on fourth down. That catch was catch. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in real time and with 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 the uh, full speed, I was like, he did not, he was not in bounds. And then you yeah. slowed that down. Oh, it's fucking gorgeous. That was that was erotic. How, how did he so, do that? It made no I don't sense. Know. It's almost like he shifted his body weight back just so he could ta- drag his foot. That was unbelievable. But uh, Gophers are in serious trouble this year if they're just going to throw the ball a thousand times a game because when they play. Uh, an actual good defense that's going to jam receivers at the line. They are fucked. But I liked what I saw from that quarterback. I hate to say it. I don't even know if I want to admit it out loud. Kind of reminds me his style of play kind of, and I think it's the number as well, kind of looks like Kirk Cousins. Mm. And I will I will take that because it'll rack up some <laughs> some good stats, but I didn't, uh, I didn't feel great about it. But a win is a win. Good, good to start off that way. You know, they're over under. I think we talked about before was on the season seven and a half wins. I did not like the over seven feels about right. And they almost blew it against uh, Nebraska. Blow it. Nebraska blew it. They beat themselves. So um, we'll take a win. Bill, what did your Illini do? Um, now, let me just start off by saying you legitimately were concerned about Toledo. Mm-hmm. You've said that yep. many times, yep. but you also had them winning the national championship. So um, first, of, first of all, I want to say good good call by you being concerned about Toledo, but I also Thank need you. to know if the national championship run is still on. Thank you. Thank you as well. Again, you are your – you're a muckraker again with your questions. A 1930s journalist just asking all the hard questions of an FDR. Uh, yes, Illini's national championship dreams are still very much alive. Um, I think Toledo, this is a very, I don't know the rest of their non conference schedule, but it doesn't matter. They are going to end 12 and 1 after winning the MAC championship, and they're going to be on the outside looking in. Uh, from the college football playoff only because of that week one loss at Illinois. It's the only thing that keeps them out. Toledo's legit. There were NFL scouts there for Illinois, but they were also there for Toledo. They have two DBs that are ridiculous, and they were. Uh, I'm a little upset at Illinois for having 
for for having the Rockets outmatched on both lines physically, and it did not come to fruition during the game. That gives me pause and concern. Like, were we not ready for what Toledo was throwing at us on offense? There was a lot of, like, read and react that Matt Millen was talking about that the D-line did not do a great job with. I'm going to trust his judgment, even though who's ever trusted Matt Millen? Not me before this moment. Uh, but he might be right. I I like the fact that Illinois played like shit um, and still came away with a win. They gave Purdue – Purdue, Jesus Christ, I had Purdue on the mind with Ryan Walters. They gave Toledo um, three – uh, extra chances at keeping a drive alive because of a defensive penalty. And all three of them were personal fouls that are completely avoidable. So they turned what could have been a, a 10 to 14 point game into a last second field goal, essentially that you needed to win. So all that being said, loved Luke Altmeyer at quarterback Dan, did you watch it for for as aroused as I was as a neutral observer of that Minnesota touchdown catch that I found unbelievable? I don't know if you spent any time watching Illinois Toledo on a Saturday night, but um, the throw that Altmeyer had on a fourth and six for like a 35-yard gain to set up the game-winning field goal as he was taking a shot to the chest was pretty awesome. You shouldn't need that against Toledo. I'm not bragging about it but it showed me something about like he he looks like a good quarterback luke altmeyer i was pretty excited about. yeah that. that was i did i didn't see the end of the game i saw most of the fourth quarter that was a that was a bit of a, a prayer that that pass mm-hmm. he just sort of mm-hmm. chucked it up and wished for the best but you know it worked out that was pretty awesome and when he caught that it was like oh they're winning this game there was no doubt after that but uh that was that was scary that, that was, was scary. They very easily could have lost that game. Yeah. Um, and you, you seemed a little nervous via text. Oh, I was extremely nervous. I, yeah, because you were kind of making fun of me a few weeks ago for being nervous about Toledo, but I'm like, they've got 16 returning dudes and they won the Mac. And Mac's not shitty. The like Mac, you know, it's like that's a team that can absolutely beat it. Like Illinois. Is, they're going to be the national champs this year. I'm still sticking by that. Yeah, okay. That's but it's not like Alabama going into week one. You know, they're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. <laughs> Altmaier, that was only his second career start. So I'm very excited about the win. That's usually a game, historically, that Illinois football loses. Um, Toledo and Kansas, to segue into week two here, are very similar in terms of preseason hype, in terms of style of quarterback. And I think that was the exact preparation that Illinois needed. Also, a bit of a wake-up call. You can't just roll out of bed and expect to win just because you're a preseason All-American. I'm talking to you, Johnny Newton. You need to bring it at D-Tackle. You were a ghost. And his brother was a wide receiver for Toledo. uh, And his brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. That's kind of also why I was nervous. It's like, this just kind of feels weird. Like, that guy's going to come in and beat his highly touted brother and rub it in his face the rest of his life. So um, I feel I feel good. I was super nervous at halftime. You said everything's going to be okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. And fortunately it was as we head into week two. Let's talk about Illinois, Kansas in a minute. 
but the Gophers, uh, they are now the number 45 team, according to the coaches poll. Illinois is number oh. 40, both teams receiving votes. Oh, that's okay. fantastic. Uh, so that's good. That's good. That's, un- both. that's unnecessary for both teams. I'll just be honest. We'll take it. Uh, Iowa, yeah. number 26 on the outside looking in. Okay. Iowa, right. um, you only scored 24 points against Utah State. You should be nervous, Tim. Uh, let's, let's start with Minnesota hosting Eastern Michigan. I assume they're still in the MAC. Also, I'm not saying you should be nervous because I've never, I don't know anything about Eastern Michigan except that the Gophers are 20 and a half point favorites. Thoughts? Yeah, I that's they're trying to sucker people into just being like, oh, Gophers win by three scores. I would not give that point. So Gophers will win. I'm not confident it'll be. Tw- you know, they'll cover that spread, but yeah, that's, I can't imagine more than 50 people are watching this game on TV. So, um, don't waste your time. Don't take the Gophers, but they're going to win. So, okay. Easy enough. Easy enough. Uh, I mentioned Illini at Kansas. They're a frisky, uh, frisky team. They went to a bowl game last year for the first time in forever did Kansas, it is a Friday night game. Their quarterback um, makes his debut. He sat out week one. He His last name is Dan, Jaden Daniels. He's the preseason Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Makes me nervous. Uh, Why did he sit out? There. Was he in trouble? Yeah, he has uh, back issues. He had oh. he had a bulky back that uh, started occurring in, in August. Oh, uh, But Kansas is still three-point favorites, and um, Illinois is going to win outright. Thanks to Toledo. If they played Eastern Michigan week one, Illinois would lose week two. But they are prepared. They're going to be ready. They're almost still completely healthy. Thank God, with a couple of exceptions. Illinois wins because Kansas can't stop anybody. And hopefully Illinois has one stop in them to win by one point. I don't care how many points. Just fucking win. Just fucking win. I feel like the Friday night part would make me nervous as an Illini yeah. fan. I'm less nervous, though, than I was against Toledo. I don't know why. <laughs> it's stupid. All right. It's stupid. It makes no sense. All right. And I'm, you know, again, I'm going to eat my words for this whole episode, but hopefully that's not one of them. Are there any other Big Ten games happening this weekend? I assume not because the, all eyes are the, on the Gophers and Illini. The uh, yeah, there's a few we could talk about. Um, most of them, I mean, Nebraska and Colorado. Nebraska's at Colorado. Colorado's now three point favorites. Colorado plays like they did last weekend. They're gonna beat the fuck out of Nebraska. I mean, holy yeah. shit, that yeah. was pretty awesome to see. Of course, I took TCU. Same. I lost almost all of my bets last weekend. I was off to, and it's nothing different. It's like, I'm just guessing, but how yeah. do I guess so wrong? Just by like, I could just flip a coin. I'd have more, more success. I don't know what's happening. I had a, it, my TCU loss was in a 14 team parlay. So I was out. <laughs> so I, was out. I don't know. I, I didn't track the other 13 games, but that'd be hilarious if I won the other 13. So good. Rick, didn't he send us a screenshot? He had a four-team parlay and all of them lost. Yes, like, yes. That's our sharp. Con- I, I stand by that, that if you lose every leg in a parlay, you should get your money back because mm-hmm. that's almost just as hard as, as winning a parlay. It's um, awesome. Purdue's at Virginia Tech. 
they're three point Once. dogs. Um, yeah, Michigan. Uh, Iowa's at Iowa State. Oh, that's, that's right. always a fun game. Iowa State's getting four points at home. Um, I would take the points. Those games are always close. That's always a field goal to end the game. Yeah. Type of shit. Yeah, even though they lost half their team because of gambling, but maybe Iowa might have too for I know yeah. some guys <laughs> yeah. too. Uh I'm surprised we're allowed to bet it actually. I'm surprised yeah, anybody's that's, allowed that's to, right. to wager on it. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh then Wisconsin's at uh Washington State. Oh uh, that, that, that could be that could be a problem. What's the line? Plus they're given six on the road. Go Cougs. Fuck Wisconsin. Yeah, go Cougs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it. Otherwise, I don't know if there's anything uh, top 25. Oh, there is a big game this weekend, right? Is in Alabama, Texas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Live podcast. Let me Stream Sorry, guys. Uh, okay. Yeah, Texas at Alabama. What do you think the line is for that bad boy? At Alabama? I think yeah. uh, Bama minus eight and a half. Oh, good call. Seven and a half. Okay. Texas almost beat them last year at home, right? Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, that's it. No, Nothing else uh, noteworthy okay. uh, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I think the only thing to learn from this is that both Minnesota and Illinois are inching ever closer to being Big Ten West champions. We'll see who gets there first. It's fantastic. Uh, I think we need to win a Big Ten game before we can brag as Illini fans over the Gophers. Zerdark's Big Ten minute is 12 minutes. That's pretty good for us. Pretty good. Pretty good. Row the boat, guys. Row Cats the boat, please. can break your heart. Have you begging, please? Begging, please. All right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. This is a great first episode of this NFL season. Uh, it's going real long. That's what we do. If you don't like it, suck our buttholes. Uh, Bill, baseball. Let's. I, I got a few questions for you. Let's just. Here we go. Hams, 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 and Ted. 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 Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Let me just rip through the Cubs real quick. They're hot. They're a fun team. Probably going to make the playoffs. Probably a wild card team. That's fine. Uh, We're just playing with house money at this point. There's no expectations, but they're a fun team. They're electric. Go Cubs. Bill, uh, I think mm-hmm. since last we spoke, mm-hmm. there was a shooting in the stands. Um, was that – that didn't happen since – that happened since we last spoke, correct, uh, on so. these airwaves. Yeah. Um, now, have you personally ever smuggled a weapon in between your belly fat, or is that uh, – 
not what all Sox fans do. I'll hang up and listen. Yes, that is the exact place that I smuggle anything, whether it is a uh, a weapon of love, whether it is a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> I always jam it just north of the belly button. Yet the the best part of that story to me is Jerry Reinsdorf taking questions from the media for the first time. And when was the last time he did for the Bulls or the White Sox, right? In forever. Yeah. And and he he is steadfast that that bullet came from outside the stadium. That was, that did not happen, that nothing was smuggled in. He can't explain it. He said, ask the, you know, the Chicago uh, commissioner, I guess, right? Well, I don't even know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how those titles work. The CPD commish, he'll tell you. And the story's just kind of gone away. It's very Weird. interesting. Very interesting to me. Two people mm-hmm. got shot mm-hmm. in the stands of a yeah. fucking baseball game, and yeah. people are just like, eh, don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm convinced it was an off-duty cop who brought a gun in, and that's how that that's people yeah. speculated that I'm not yes. I'm not the only person, um, which would it's all yeah. just fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. And this That's the only thing that makes sense, honestly. Like why there's been no actual like press conference from the Chicago Police Department. It's they're obviously not concerned about public safety because they know something. If people like they're like nobody should be nervous because we've got some info. Like it it doesn't make any it makes no sense. It makes no sense. None. Fucking White Sox. Of course it would be the White Sox. I think this has been the worst season of a professional franchise in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It definitely in our lifetime, but maybe ever. Yeah. It's way up there. It's like way up there. One -hmm. thing after another. And Jerry like speaking and saying like, I don't know why people say I don't spend money. I spend lots of money. It's like, you're fucking delusional. And and he did exactly what everyone said he was going to do. And he hired from within for the fucking GM. Jesus Christ. I legitimately feel terrible for Sox fans. I It is so pathetic. Oh. And I think I put that in the WhatsApp chat. And I said, no judgments. If you want to jump ship, I would totally understand. And I and I, I think I responded to that, and I'm sincere. If my son, who is an uh, almost an eight year old, uh, and huge baseball fan, uh, just playing baseball, he doesn't really watch it, which I think is kind of par for the course for children, which I, I don't blame yeah, him. Right. Uh, if he said tomorrow, Dad, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't like the White Sox. I'm going to be a Cubs fan. I'm not standing in his way. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do it and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Cuz I I don't hate the Cubs too. Like that's that's part of it, right? If I hated right, the Cubs, right. I I may have a different opinion about it. I know that that upset Tim in Iowa when I said <laughs> that. Um but I already won because my wife's a Packers fan and my son is a Bears fan and my daughter's a God Bears fan. Them. So yes. I fucking won. I fucking won. Everything else is gravy. They both love U of I. My wife loves U of I just by marriage. 
big South Carolina fan, but she couldn't tell you that Steve Spurrier probably ever caught coached the team. Uh, not a big deal. It's not a judgment. She just doesn't pay attention mm. to college sports. So I already won. I I will give. I will I will sacrifice the White Sox uh, because the Bears have won, and I couldn't blame them. Like who could blame them? Who could blame them? I think um, Sylvie was talking today on ESPN 1000 about um, the white the way the White Sox are run right now reminds him of how the Bears were run uh, 20 years ago when Mike McCaskey was had to hand the reins to Ted because he basically got fired by Virginia because he did such a shit job where the, just total incompetence. And that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's just, uh, we talked about last episode. We'll promote the guy that ran the minor leagues and player development when your minor leagues have sucked for seven years and you haven't developed anybody outside Luis Robert, who was a God given talent who didn't need any help. So right, like, right. like just, you know, Fuck you, White Sox. Way too much time spent on them on the show. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Sorry. Uh, let's move to a team that's that's way better. Everton. Let's just do it quickly. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Oh. Toffee's Corner. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Fuck them. They stink. They're getting relegated hard. They're the worst. Uh, they finally Did they win, though? Them. Did they finally they, win? No. God, no. Oh, they, they didn't tied. win? I, th- oh, I thought they won. No. Oh. no, 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 no. They tied. They finally scored a goal. Uh, two, to be in fact. Uh, the, technically, they scored three goals because the ball hit Jordan Pickford in the back and went into the... They scored an own. Uh, I scored on himself. I don't know what you say that an own own goal. I don't know. I don't like yeah, that. It sounds. Uh, right. They they stink. They're getting relegated hard. So fuck them. So I think that's enough for toffee talk. Anything else um, on your mind here, Dan? Yeah. So something I I don't know if you saw this, but it was it was a story I saw today. Um, that I just wanted to get your thoughts on. Did you happen to see? The plane that was supposed to go to Barcelona from, I think, New York, and they had to turn around because someone had diarrhea on the plane. No, totally. Uh, they called misses. it a biohazard. Uh, there was like a they played it on, I think, on the radio today. Uh, the the call, the like pilots' call is like we have a biohazard. Uh, we have to come back and land because there's diarrhea on the plane. And I saw a few pictures tonight of what appears to be someone just shit all over the aisle of the plane. Um, oh my god! How does that happen? It's hilarious, but also oh. very disturbing. And I look, I would watch a ninety-minute documentary just yes. on whatever happened with this person. What yes. did they eat? Where were they at? What were they wearing? Uh, I have so many follow-up questions. So I, I was curious if you saw it. You clearly didn't. No. Um, what would you do if you were uh, if you were watching someone shit in the middle of a plane? Uh, so before we get there, I wonder if they flew out of JFK or LaGuardia. <laughs> LaGuardia has cleaned up its act a little bit, but it's still 
the food court, I remember we went, we were there in December flying from LaGuardia to Chicago, and we all felt ill on the plane. I think we just had McDonald's. That was like the, the safest choice. There was a lot of like weird options at LaGuardia. So it's this is kind of making sense well, to me. Hold on. Unfortunately. Let okay, me correct. Cool. I was wrong. It was flying from Atlanta to Barcelona. Oh, sorry. No, Barcelona. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. I hate the Atlanta airport. I, I'm not alone. That's not like breaking news. That's one of the worst in the fucking country. So somebody I probably had a Chick Fil A. Let me read this. Let me read this line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first paragraph of this article. A Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta, Georgia, to Barcelona, Spain, was diverted back to its original airport after a passenger experienced an onboard medical issue, which mm-hmm. was reportedly a case of diarrhea all the way through the plane. Oh my god! Oh my god! That sounds, what would you do if you were, you know, within four rows of that? What, what would, I, I want to know what you would do. Uh, there were 336 passengers on the plane. So 335 people know that you just ruined their trip to Barcelona because you shit, not mm-hmm. just shit your pants, but it went out of your trousers yeah. and onto the like floor of the plane. Like how long was this person holding? And, and are we, here's the thing. Here's the, the yeah. battle that I fight constantly. Yeah. If, if you, if like I'm in a, I think maybe I've mentioned this before. If I'm in like a grocery store and I'm with my family mm-hmm. and my daughter rips a fart and then you, and then like you are passing by our family and you smell that, you look at me and you go, that guy, that guy did it, right? Like, I, so I'm picturing like a big fat guy who's the one who shit everywhere. But is that fair of me to assume it was a man and that it was a big fat guy? Uh, That's interesting. It... I was pict- I was picturing a woman. I don't know why, but I was picturing oh, really? a woman. Yeah, yeah. I will say, okay, so I'm, I'm looking over the Atlanta uh, concourse meal options. <laughs> And here's my guess as to as to where this came from. I it's international, right? Concourse F International Terminal. There uh-huh. is a place called <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct, but it's Pee Wee Asian Diner. <laughs> I guarantee you that this passenger ate. It's either Pei Wei Asian Diner or Pee Wee Asian Diner, and that that caused the explosion. In I, I, I wonder if it was. It, it couldn't have been first class because they would have they would have hid that from the public. They still would have landed in Barcelona. That had to have been like middle of the concourse and not concourse. What do you call it? <laughs> the middle aisle. <laughs> Jesus oh, wait, there's, Christ. There's video of it. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. I can't. It won't the video won't come up. Okay. 
So it's either it's just... either Pee Wee's Asian Diner or what do you think? Is that more or less likely than a place called Jekyll Island Seafood Company? Oh, that would <laughs> I would put big money on that. Uh, or the Pecan Bistro. Um, That's a tough call. That's a tough call. First of all, Atlanta, this is international. Don't give those diverse options for somebody's colon <laughs> on an eight-hour flight. It's a horrible idea. There's uh, the person who posted some video. They go by the name of Zansby Swanson. Is that really Dansby Swanson? That's weird. I love it. <laughs> Someone pooped on like the aisle of the plane. I'm so confused. I have so many questions. Um, well, th- this is a developing story that we need to dive into more. <laughs> Good point. I need to know who this Good person point. is. I just put. I just googled diarrhea, and that immediately came up diarrhea plane. Like you, what do you do if you're that person? Like, I mean, what's your move right now? Like, wh- did they get arrested? It doesn't seem fair, right? You didn't mean to do it. I they weren't. Tra- I assume they weren't traveling alone, right? So what someone a there witnessed what a that, and it was like, "Do you you got to lean into it and just be like, oh, like when you start a new job, and they're like, give us." Where you're from and what's your fun fact? You'd be like, oh, I'm Dan. I'm from I'm from Chicago. Uh, my fun fact is I diverted a plane going to Barcelona because I shit all over the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the follow up is there. Like, do you have dysentery? I think is probably what I, I would ask you. <laughs> you got to go to a hospital, right? You yeah. gotta like, you gotta like, you can't get off the plane and just go like, no, to a Delta Airlines counter and be like, when's the next flight to Barcelona? You gotta, you gotta like lean into it and you be like, I need a stretcher. Yeah. I need a stretcher. Yeah. You can't just like be like, hey, can you pop in this unisex bathroom on the way to the hospital either so I can yeah. rub down the back of my thighs? Like, you just gotta. <laughs> You just gotta sit sit in your own sin at that point, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. You just gotta do it. That's that's horrifying. I know that's your personal nightmare. I think you, you're kinda touching on that a little bit. I know you always yeah. wanna know. It's the main reason you have not participated in the hot wings chicken mm-hmm. eating contest because you're afraid you're gonna shit yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I need that that's the pain I don't I don't need. So Yeah. I get um it. Yeah, so well, okay. I, that's all I had, but I I don't think we touched on what your plans are for uh, Bears Packers this weekend. I think we all want to know where will you be viewing the game. What will your pregame meal be like? Mm-hmm. Uh, what will you be doing, Bill? Well, Dan, uh, I am very happy to report that thanks to a generous donor of Zero Doinks, uh, I will be in the house sitting next to my pal Dan Doinks. Yes. And I cannot wait. I don't care how shitty of a work week any of us have, and I think we should all feel this mm-hmm. way. We're all yep. just trying to make it to Sunday at this point. Yeah. I am so excited. I am uh, flattered, and 
Uh, I don't even know the words, Dan, but I, I, I cannot wait <laughs> to be with you in the South Lot. So if any, if there are any mm-hmm. South Lot uh, participants this Sunday, slide into our DMs. We'd be happy to tell you where we're at once we know, because this is a new experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. I don't know what the weather is going to be. I don't even care. Just get us to Sunday. What should I bring? What do you need? What do you need from a build doing stand? Because I will I give you anything and everything. Uh, it, well, thank you for coming with me. It's it's literally all I could think about this week is Sunday, uh, which makes me worried that I'm going to shit my pants all up and down the South lot. Uh, Pee Wee's Asian seems- Diner. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to bring, what to do with my hands, where we're going to park, what we're going to drink, what we're going to eat. I have no idea, but we'll get there. Yeah, I'm excited. We're probably going to hug most of the game. We're going to hold hands. We're going to take a knee during the national anthem. Do people still do that? (laughs) Is that over? I think it's over now that you mention it. <laughs> okay. I think once, once they put... That uh, came in well. That came in It when. really did. It really did. Yeah. They just said, you know, put a couple things behind the end zone, like unite and end yeah. racism, and then the world is solved, I think is what happened. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. congrats. Congrats to Earth for ending racism. Yep. Um, yeah. I, uh, I can't wait. I think the weather is supposed to be great. I think... Um, Bears are gonna win. I, I mm-hmm. they just have to. If they don't, yes. I'm I'm probably not gonna make it. Yeah. No, so, same. No. Yeah, we got I think we've I've I've heard of a handful of people who are already gonna be in the south lot. So we might have a few special guests here and there. Yes. Um I'm I'm excited. Yes. Bears. So it's funny, the last time, and maybe the only time I've been in the South Lot was uh, Bears Chargers a few years ago when I think uh, Phil Senior and I went with your tickets. You and Beasel couldn't make it, and um, the Feeney family was there. There was a oh. bunch of people wearing Feeney jerseys, and I went up to one of them and was like, the fuck is Feeney, <laughs> right? Like, what? who is this guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, from Merlin Park, and, you know, he's on the uh, he's an offensive lineman, blah, blah, blah. So my <laughs> expectation is we're going to run to the Feeney family. Okay. And uh, I'm excited about that because I, I like the cut of his jib even if he can't play football. I just like yeah, the way he looks. Fair. I like his face. Same. Mm-hmm. He's basically Grease Tank. Yeah, 100%. He is. And we mean that as a compliment. He's a handsome, handsome bitch. Um, I'm looking forward to it, Bill. I'm excited to see a win with you. So thanks for coming with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beasel's still on the IR. She's got a, uh, still dealing with a new knee and a repaired hip. But she will be back at it very soon. Mm -hmm. She's not happy about the South lot situation. It's a long walk, it's, right? It's a long uh, walk. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's a little longer, uh, but she's acting like it is. Uh, she's walking from like Rick Fieldsman's house in East Chicago. It's not that okay. bad. 
Is he going to pop by the uh, tailgate? Who knows? I would love it. Yeah, I would love it, but you know that would require him maybe watching a few quarters of Bears football, and that gives him the the willies. So (laughs) probably not. However, uh, if you've made it this far, why not another few minutes? Rick has an unbelievable song to close uh, this episode of Zero Doinks, and I want to leave us with this, Dan. We haven't talked about food yet. We can talk off the air. Um, Jimmy Buffett once said, "Rest in peace." He said. Smell those shrimp. Hey, they're beginning to boil. Bubble, 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 bubble. He said that in uh, Margaritaville. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to shit on an international airplane, I don't know what will. But uh, rest in peace, Jimmy. You, You made it. You did it, buddy. You did it. Yes. Rest in peace, Jimmy. Did he say bubble bubble? Like that was the lyric? Bubble bubble? That's according to Google, but I don't remember him saying that in the song at all. Hmm. All right. Bots. Yeah. He was all right. Yeah, he was a good guy. Seemed like a good guy. Liked to have fun. I got no beef with Jimmy Buffett. Not like you do with uh, Ricky Mouth from Smash Mouth. I just, I hated his music. I hated Smash Mouth. Uh, but did not want him to die again to clarify, Dan, this has been an awesome start to the 2023 bears season. Want to know, let's make it happen. We need this win more than Eberflus or fields or polls or Virginia. If she's still alive, let's make it happen for us, for zero doings and for our loyal listeners. Dan, I love you. Thanks for being here. Good night. Love you too, buddy. Good night and ha ha. Cancer, that's what he did. That's what he did. Suck my dick, cancer. Go Bears. Go Bears. Get help, Jim Miller. Jim Varney's dead. Sorry about that.
of Brad Biggs and his friends. Listen to the dulcet tones of two grown men that I know. Now they make my day by trashing Dan Pompey and baseball talk with Hams and Ted. Big Ten minute in Hams and Bread. I have not heard of Gray Balls update in so long, oh, but I know that they're moving real slow. I will press play, drinking about 90 of those tasty hams, making fun of Jim Miller, and I can't believe we got Justin Fields, is this real when we play the podcast, Zero Dawn. Mitch run through the backfield and thrown it away every chance he gets. Watched Parky miss on a Sunday night. I don't reckon that he kicked it right, but we're a worse team then. I can't wait for when we have JF1 throwing darts to DJ Moore and Cole K. Mart. Me and my friends have with Dan and Ben.